What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC, and thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it, and hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Let's go, baby. Yeah, man. We in here on this Friday, January 20th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we are so happy that you are here with us. Whether it's on 1320 AM, whether it's on the Odyssey app, if you're listening to your electric vehicle or your HD radio on 98.5 FM, if you're watching on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320, Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320, if you're checking in on Facebook Live or you're just scrolling through your timeline on Twitter, wherever you are, we appreciate you uh, so much for being here with us. Uh, We've got a massive game this weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we're going to talk Let's a... Oh, I'm about to oh, I'm about to run through a wall right now. Well, there's speculation whether I've run through a window uh, to get this jacket to look the way that it looks. But uh, we've also got... So Trista's going to be with us. Kyle Matson's off at Disney World, so we're going to miss Kyle today. Okay. Uh, that just means more time with Trista. Yeah. And James Ham will be with us. Uh, he's at Shoot Around or wrapping up Shoot Around mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one wrapping up Shoot Around, by the way. DeMontis Sabonis was that shooter. Look who's here. Yeah. yeah so, uh, all right, DeMontis. I assume that's just an assumption. I assume Domas is going to go, but we'll we'll get a a little bit more. Domas uh, flu game the, 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 tonight. Was, well, why not? We've got the broken hand game. We've got the. We might as well throw in the 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 Domas flu game. Um, so we've got all of that uh, coming up today. Will Z is going to join us in about 20 minutes because I know, and I am too, I'm excited for Cowboys 49ers. Mm-hmm. I told you on Tuesday, I am really excited for this game tonight at the Golden One Center. It's a big, it's a big game. Joel and the Philadelphia 76ers, a, a potential NBA Finals team, a potential NBA champion, they're here tomorrow. I'm excited for this game tonight. The Sacramento Kings in the Oklahoma City Thunder. Five straight wins for the Sacramento Kings. Four straight wins mm. uh, for 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 the Thunder. I think it's seven of ten. I think yeah. They if both if, if, I, if I if I if I get a little picky with it, I actually think it's seven of nine mm. uh, for to get get rid of that last game and make it look a little prettier. They got yeah. they got seven of their last nine. They're scoring 123 points per game in this four game winning streak. Yo. We've got some we've got some action tonight yes, at G1C. Indeed. Yes indeed. It's going to be a good game, man. And, and these two teams 
um, playing as well as anybody in the league, yep. you know, outside of, I guess, um, Memphis and Denver. Memphis, yeah. <laughs> Those two are going crazy. But these two are balling. You, you, we have it on the screen in the in the in the stream. Yep. SGA versus Fox. Let's go. You know that's one of the that's one of them ones as they like to say that matchup. That's one of them ones. SGA versus Fox. That's what I like to see. Those young guys getting after it, playing at a high level, have their teams playing at a high level, and now they're going head to head. And and this is what I talk about, right? With like Fox, I know I know it's just like kind of fan created. You know, it's media created or whatever. It's the Kings versus the nut, the Thunder, not SGA versus Fox. Mm-hmm. But damn it, it is SGA versus yeah. Fox. You yeah. know what I mean? And I want. And Darren usually seems like the type that's like, man, it's just about the W. It's just about the win. And you know, I just want to play well. Whatever I need to do, if I need to score twenty or if I need to score twelve, as long as we win. That's what I understand. I get it. I get it. I understand you're not wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it was me, I'd be like, man, I gotta, I gotta get this guy some work tonight. Yeah, I gotta get this guy some work, and I'm, I'm anxious and interested to see how De'Aaron Fox uh, comes out and plays tonight. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, I am, I am, I'm super excited for this one, and I, I, I think there's some things, and we'll talk to uh, Will Z about this. He wrote about them over on ESPN 1320's website. Um, this isn't a particularly great rebounding team. And that's probably putting it kindly, uh, saying they're not particularly great. Uh, they don't have a double-digit rebounder. I think – I didn't do a ton of research on this. I know Giddy's averaging 16, uh, 8, and 6, mm-hmm. right? And I'm rounding up there, unlike I did yesterday. I'm rounding up uh, 16, 8, and 6. I, I, I believe Giddy's the leading rebounder. Mm-hmm. So with, I, his, I, with his 6 or 8? With his 8. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, points, right. rebounds, assists. Like he's, he, I, th- I think he's leading the way with them with eight. They don't have a double digit rebounder. They don't have a, you know, a Doma. They they haven't gotten a Mike Brown speech. Uh, thankfully, <laughs> no. they 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 have not gotten the Mike Brown speech about rebounding. Well, the the thing about OKC as well is, um, they're they. It's almost like who who was that they were playing? Uh, I think I might have been thinking about. I think I might have been thinking about the Rockets, but this it doesn't matter. When they're lighting the pants. <laughs> right, <laughs> and you got a you got a guy like Sabonis. You know he can muscle these guys uh-huh. in, in the paint and on the boards. So the fact that they already don't rebound at a high clip, then if Sabonis is ready to play tonight, can muscle those guys inside. Lighten the pants, James, James Ham. Should I say trade trademark James Ham? That's his term. That's it. He 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 does enjoy. It. He he. Uh, I I believe the the swivel in the hips. <laughs> And uh, light in the pants <laughs> are are two of two of James' favorite favorite lines. Uh, <laughs> John John Bull's having a one man uh, uh, HBO comedy special uh, over on the live stream. If you want to check that out, youtube.com slash ESPN thirteen twenty. Kings have had a lot of exciting games this season, and I think this is going to be a, a, a really exciting game tonight. Mm. I'm I've I've been looking forward to this one. Uh, I was nervous. I thought I was going to ruin the, the the Lakers game by by looking forward, which is weird. <laughs> you know, I was looking past the Lakers and looking at the Thunder. That Laker game was a trap game for this one with the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's where we're at. But That's when I when at. I when I started looking at this schedule, I was like, man, okay, I'm 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 curious to see. Okay, see, and then oh, wow, they won a couple more games along the way. Mm. 
All right, they've they've got my attention. I think they're sitting at the ninth spot? Question mark right they're now. They're still at ten right now. Okay, they're at ten. My bad. Yeah. They're they're, 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 they're the at Warriors. ten. With yeah, yeah. So Minnesota kind of messed up the plan yesterday. There were a couple of teams. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. But there were a couple Who of teams for coming up soon. Yeah, they didn't understand the assignment yesterday. Yeah. Shout out to the Boston Celtics. Big ups, big ups. Boston Celtics made it interesting, but they knew the assignment. Yeah, yeah. Your boy, my boy, Tatum. He ain't got the strap, but that's my boy. Yeah, Tatum's that dude. What did, what did he finish with? I, when I was watching, I had to leave. When, when I <laughs> when I was leaving, <laughs> it was like 36 points, 19 rebounds. Did he get 20, Jesse? No, I think he finished with 34, 19, and 6. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We all have like a different story about that game last night. Jesse was telling me the the, the story he went through trying to – because he had date night last night. Oh. Uh, and, and and the date was ready. Crystal was ready to roll. I had to leave with two minutes left in overtime. <laughs> oh. I, I did the same thing. She, she, she's, she's talking to me in the car on the way there. In my mind, I'm like, what's going on with the game? What's going on with the game? What's going on with the game? I was stressing. So – I shifted my attention to the closing minutes of Duke, North Carolina. No spoiler alert. But you got it on the DVR? I got it on the iPad pulling up right now. Okay, no spoiler alert, but that's <laughs> that's 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 where my attention went. Uh, <laughs> Kenny's the only one. Like, do you hear this? <laughs> this dude no, DVRs I, live sports and no one else is allowed to. Wait till, no, he, no. Com- wait till he comes in. Guys, had to DVR the Kings game last night. We're going to have to talk about something else for the next four hours. No, got, so you didn't let me finish. I was just joking with you, man. I ain't going to do that to you. What happened? You, you it was a close game? Uh, it, I went to watch it, it but I, I didn't get a chance to finish it. But it's, it's Amazingly, it's it was. It, it, it was a close game. Amazingly, like how? Like because you know, Duke went scoreless for eight minutes. Oh, wow. Jeez. They went scoreless for eight minutes, but they got them. So I think they tied it. They, you know, it was tied at the half. Uh-huh. Uh, but. They pull it out? D- North Carolina got a little tougher, oh. and they they, you know they had some they had some they had some scrappers who were working, but yeah. it, it didn't go their way last we'll night. So their, their first, couple, we'll their, talk to you in a couple weeks. Coach. I actually got a call this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I get, so those are those are those are the two. I and and I and so I noticed something last night, and it, it, it's it's weird. Even you know with the the place Kara and I are like in our relationship, like, it's harder watching her coach than it was watching her play. Mm. Because watching her play, I knew when every game ended, no matter like whether the game went good or the game went bad, I knew she would know exactly how to make the next game better. Yeah. And coaching, she only has so much control. Mm-hmm. I know she's telling them what to do. Right. And I know that her plans work. It's just a question of can they do it. That's what it is. It's the, that's the life of a coach. And I, 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 I know it was it was the first time that. I think because I have higher expectations for that team this year. It was the first time I was like, ah, it's it's kind of tough watching her coach. Like I'd rather watch her. I'd rather watch her play. And so it usually goes two ways when the game doesn't go well. I don't hear from her for a month, or I get a call the next morning, and 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 yeah, got got, got a conversation this morning. I was I was um... in which it was thrown in right before we hung up. Hey, <laughs> Trape said she was at the BET Awards. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks, Drapes. What's Drapes going to say today? <laughs> yeah. Who Somebody knows? Oh, Lord. Di- Somebody I... called you Diamond Dallas d <laughs> <laughs> I like that jacket, though. That jacket is fly. That jacket is fly right Diamond there. Diamond Dallas d is funny. <laughs>
<laughs> That's hella funny. I like that I, jacket. I might, I might avoid Kyle Draper just because. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, you, that just because I don't want to know what we he's. We got to make say. a wrap, a uh, lap around the court. Oh, we got to make a lap with that one, baby. That one go hard. But yeah, man, shout out I, to I, I'm, I'm, I, I miss this. Sean Cunningham reporting TD out with the non-COVID illness. There's uh, a, there's a lot of people. Uh, in I, I got got you know communicating with the organization today that that, that whatever the non COVID illness is it's hitting the franchise mm. pretty hard right now. Mm. Everybody get well soon, man. Be I safe. mean, Delhi Delhi had it right. Delhi was out. Uh, Delhi was at shoot around today. Like I, I, Delhi, Alex Lynn, they were both at shoot around today. You, you can make the, the, the argument. Kevin Herter started it. Remember, he yeah, Kevin Ke- Herter was the first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's 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 hitting the squad hard, man. I hope uh, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I I, I I hope this thing gets gets minimized here uh, pretty soon. Um, they, they boy, could, is that Casey Akpala time? Well, I mean, they could I'm play Rashawn to... Harris or they could play Casey Akpala. Could you know uh, that <laughs> could play could play those guys. Yep, Casey Akpala, indeed. It's hell of a ball player. That lineup of Casey Akpala. Terrence Harris uh, Jr. Rashawn and Rashawn Harris. All right, one thing I didn't get clear, are Rashawn Harris and Terrence Harris related? <laughs> I don't think so. They're not related. It's like, it's like the Williams on uh, on OKC. Got you. you know, it's like, Got you. Got you. <laughs> KC Akpala. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Tremaine Matu. Tremaine Matu is ready to go. There's just no, there's really no excuse for that. It really is. Come on, man. man. You guys got to do Associated better. Associated Press got to be better. Got to do better, man. Rashad we'll step Harris. out. Let's come back. Let's Kenny talk Smith, more. you be better, too. All of them. Like, yeah. I, Davis Harris. They, like, I, <laughs> and, and the truth, somebody probably fed that information to, to, to Kenny. Yeah. Who, who, that, whole, that whole crew, you, you got to be better. The Associated Press got to be better. Because they sent out the Rashawn Harris thing. That's just ridiculous. Oh, thank you, uh, Ramsey. I forgot about Keegan Bradley. <laughs> Completely forgot yeah, about Keegan Bradley. That's the death lineup, bro. When you get Rashawn Harris, Terrence Harris, uh, KC Akpala, yep, yep, yep. and, and Keegan Bradley, that's the death lineup. KC Akpala, a big Cowboys fan, I heard. I don't like him then. Okay, we'll step out. <laughs> Will Z joins us. Uh, we'll look at this Kings-Thunder game in-depthly by the numbers when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. No, no, no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. It's going to be one of those days, man. It was a fun commercial Hi, break baby. over on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320. D to the hello. We were just sharing, like, cheesy email addresses from the past and – uh, it's taken off, so you can share your cheesy email with us if you're watching on on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Uh, we mine mine. It, it wasn't even that was my business. That was my KSFM address. D the number two the L O hey, D to the L O. Hey, we want to do this uh, twenty five thousand dollar deal. Uh, can you yep. give us our email? Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. It's D to the L O. Yep. At KSFM.com. <laughs> Hit me up, man. We'll get we'll we'll get it done. Uh as we welcome in our 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 buddy Will Z, the official ESPN 1320 statistician. He previews every single Kings game by the numbers, uh, including tonight's against Oklahoma City. Will, are you as excited for this game as I am? Because I feel like my excitement over this game is a bit irrational. So I need to know, uh, is it just me? Are you feeling this one? Where are you at with tonight's game? 
I'm super excited for tonight. And like you said, I don't really know why. It just kind of has that feel to it. Um, it's also kind of fun to look into a team for the first time since they haven't played the Thunder yet. I haven't super dug into the numbers until last night. Mm -hmm. So compared to writing about the Lakers for the fourth time, it was a nice change of pace. So I'm with <laughs> you, Damian. I'm excited for tonight's game. No, nah, this should be this should be a good one, man. I, I'm I'm interested, man. It's Friday night at the G1C. You got two good oh, teams yeah, going yeah, down. Yeah. There's gonna be vibes all over Doko, not just in the in the arena, all over Doko, man. But um, oh, yeah. one of the things we talked about, Will, uh, is an advantage potentially. Looks like for the Sacramento Kings, and that's on the boards. Um, what did you see when you were diving into OKC and their rebounding and how does that compare against uh, what they'll be going up against again with the Kings tonight? Yeah, the rebound stood out to me. It's not that the Thunder are a terrible rebounding team. It's that they just kind of allow more rebounds than most. So the Thunder opponents are averaging 47.4 rebounds per game. That's the most in the NBA. And for the Thunder, it has a direct connection to their wins and losses so when the thunder out rebound their opponents they're 11 and 6 when mm -hmm. they get out rebounded they're 10 and 16 so it's a huge distinction just looking at the rebound stat so that's one that i'll be kind of keeping an eye on tonight and hoping that the kings will win the little touch and go if sabonis will play or not but i mean if he does he'll just gobble up all the rebounds it, it's is this a fair statement and and I didn't look at at team stuff will I looked at individuals mm -hmm. there's no excuse for the Kings to be out rebounded tonight no I mean Josh Gady's their leading rebounder with eight a game mm. it's they just don't have anyone he's a guard small forward forward guard but I mean to have your centers not averaging more than eight rebounds a game is something that the Kings have to take advantage of. Yeah. A it, lot of, a lot of people asking, by the way, is if, if Sabonis is active, he was at shoot around today. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe he's been ruled in for tonight's game, but obviously a positive sign that he was at shoot around around the team and on the court today. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, you know, I'll even go a step further with that, Damien, even if he's, if he's not active, Rashawn Holmes mm -hmm. with his activity mm -hmm. and the way that he can rebound when he's really on, like he was the other night, I think he would also have a field day on the boards uh, against OKC. I mean, you got Keegan Murray, too. We had a, Keegan, uh, Keegan uh, Charles Barkley Murray yeah, just, getting just, boards everywhere. Just a little, a little, a little pep talk uh, from Mike Brown before the game, and we should be off and running. Yeah. Um, another thing that you wrote about, Will, is the De'Aaron Fox matchup tonight. Mm -hmm. We had some fun at the start of the show talking about De'Aaron Fox versus SGA. That might not actually be the case, at least when it comes to Oklahoma City on the defensive end. Yeah, I wanted to look into kind of that matchup last year and how it went, and the number kind of surprised me. Um, so Lou Dort was the main defender on Fox last year. Um, in the two games that Dort played, he guarded Fox, and Fox went 2 of 14 on shots that were defended by him, uh, which is 14.3%. So it seems like they have kind of their primary Fox defender in Dort. Um, and we'll just be interesting to see if Fox can kind of rebound after Dort winning that battle last year. He's just such a good defender and lengthy. He's tall. He's 6'4". Um, so if he's on Fox, maybe try and switch him off or run some action to get Fox going away from Dort. 
and if not, then see whoever SGA is guarding. Not that he's a terrible defender, but um, just kind of surprised me that those numbers from the matchups last year. And and he's he's a, a tough matchup for any guard. But uh, I, I think back to like when I played and the Aaron's you know a little more built than I was uh, when I played. But I know as a point guard. I used to hate guarding the guys that were, were physical, a little more physical than I was. And, and, you know, they could push me around a little bit. Uh, and you'd still get buckets. You know, it don't matter who it was. I'd still get buckets. But if I had a preference, mm-hmm. I'd rather not face those guys. Then that's kind of the um, – that's what Lou Dort presents when he's out there. A guy that's, that's physical, that's mm-hmm. thick, that's strong, and can move just as quick. And um, it, it's, a, it's a challenging matchup for De'Aaron – and I think his game has is, is, is changed a little bit within the last year or 18 months or so where he's able to handle that. But um, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Sorry, Will. What's, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to interrupt, Will. Uh, I do that way too often. What, what, are, what, are the, what are the biggest positives for Oklahoma City? They're, they're, you know, I've talked about mm-hmm. winning four straight, I think seven of nine. Uh, they're averaging during this the the, the four game stretch, not the nine, uh, 123 points per game. What's what 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 did, what did, what were you able to see that's really really clicking for them right now? Yeah, what they do well is forcing turnovers. So they um, they average 20.6 points off turnovers, which is second most in the NBA. They just like to get into opponents on the defensive end. Kenny, like you were saying, Dort SGA has a lot of steals too. They just are seems like a physical team on defense, and they kind of use that to their advantage to create uh, fast break opportunities and get out and score some points off turnovers. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, they also commit a ton of fouls. So while they're able to force the turnovers, they also foul fourth most in the NBA, 21.8 per game, and their opponents lead the league in free throw attempts at 25.8. So it's they. I don't think being a young team have figured out how to get that balance of how to be physical on defense without fouling, um, which we've seen the likes of like KZ and um, a lot of Kings earlier in the year. And it seems like the Kings may be able to take advantage of that aggressiveness on the defensive end. And one thing before we get you out of here, uh, Will, that you know always is something that I look at, and that's how these opponents. Uh, guard the three you know and mm-hmm. because because that is so prevalent with the Sacramento Kings and, and part of their game I I'd, if you have the numbers up I'd like to know how OKC has been this year against guarding the three because if they're given giving up wide open looks I'm gonna take my chances with the Sacramento Kings getting that elusive 12 plus well it's not elusive they've been hitting I don't think they hit it on Wednesday matter of fact mm-hmm. they they were at like six with like halfway through the third quarter so I'm not sure if they got it but um, most nine, nice. yeah, they didn't. Nine. They didn't hit a lot of threes on yeah. on Wednesday, uh, but uh, yeah, how was how was OKC regarding the three? Yeah, so generally, um, they're pretty good. Their opponents shoot thirty five point five percent from three, which is twentieth. Um, so pretty good mark there. In terms of another number, I like to look at is how many wide open threes um, that teams give up. And if you give me just a second. So OKC allows – this is good radio right here. Looking for a number. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. 
the, the Kings, and in the, in the, as you looked it up, I was just going to say the Kings traditionally, well, I shouldn't say traditionally, I guess it's only been this year. It's not forever. But they have done a good job this year of getting wide open threes. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they get their guys mm-hmm. wide open for some good looks from three. And uh, OKC, if they can – if they can continue to defend the way they are and, and if they do a good job of not allowing wide open threes, then, you know, maybe the Kings may have to uh, – might have to force some because they got to get them up. Yeah. And OKC, I found that they give up 17.3 wide open threes a game, which is 10th most in the NBA. So it's a discrepancy there between the percentage that opponents are shooting and the amount of wide open threes. So like you said, Kenny, the Kings have constantly been – near the top of the league the entire year in generating those wide open looks. So against OKC who gives up the 10th highest, they ideally should be able to get more of those, especially if Sabonis is back. Here's a stat for you, Will Z. Nine, 23, and a 16 to 13 disadvantage they on fast break. They went 0 for 3 on Wednesday? 0 for 3. And <laughs> <laughs> got the dub. Those ugly wins, though. We'll take hey, it. Hey, we'll yeah. take it. We'll take it. And pretty or ugly, man. Hopefully it's six straight tonight. Yeah. Uh, Will, we uh, appreciate your fantastic work as always. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Have take a good care, one. Will. Sir, man, Will Z right there. Check out more uh, from Will Z over on ESPN 1320's website. Uh, his preview by the numbers article is up right now Um, this is an important stretch I think for Oklahoma City like I I was thinking about that this morning and what because we you know I think when Chet got hurt we there was an assumption obviously that this team was going to intentionally lose games and uh, maybe not put out put forth the best effort uh, in order to hey it's okay Chet get healthy we're going to get another weapon in here uh, why you heal up? No problem. We'll be ready to rock next year. Right. And we questioned, like, yo, what's that? What's that mean for Shea? Like, you're just gonna suck again? Like, h- h- how's that gonna register with him? And and then shut him down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, so the, the the fact that they're they're playing good ball, we'll see how sustainable it is. I believe long term in the years to come. Oklahoma City being a very good uh, being a good team is very very sustainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that means for this year, if they're just taking advantage of the conference, shoot, take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but I have to believe this stretch where they're playing really well, well, where they're they're in the playing mix now. Mm-hmm. I gotta believe that's positive for him, regardless of how the season ends. I gotta believe this is a positive stretch for SGA, who I don't know if he looked at his future a certain way. Before the season started, before the season started, or after uh, Chet Holmgren was ruled out, mm-hmm. but I wonder if he looks at this like, "Yo, we we got a little squad here, yeah. like we've got something we can build on. We've got Chet coming in, and regardless of where we finish, we got another. We've got multiple more potential weapons mm-hmm. coming in next year. We got a savvy general manager. Mm-hmm. Like the the future could be pretty solid for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I got to believe just from from a mental standpoint." That's got to be positive for Shea Gildress Alexander, who's going to be an All Star this year, and is it really is as as much as we bring his name up, he really is having an incredible season. Yeah, I always wondered how he felt about how everything was going down, and would he be looking to uh, get out of there because you know it was this constant stacking picks and all this other stuff and shutting uh, me down from Shea Gildress Alexander, shutting me down, you know three quarters of the way through and it happened. It feels like it happened 
every year. It might have just been two years. But, like, you know, you got to think, like, does this guy want to continue to do this uh, year after year? And the fact that he's been able to play, and you know, without any type of nefarious, hey, we're, we're going to sit you here, you know, because we, we want to He's got a sure. cold. He, right. He's taking him out for three weeks. Yeah, he don't have to worry about that anymore. He's allowed to play, be great the way he has been, and also look at the pizzas around him, you know, and say, like, man, these guys can go. Talk about uh, uh, Gideon, what he's done. We all know Chet Holmgren is on his way next year. A guy like Jalen Williams uh, has been a, a huge revelation for them. Lou Dort, all those guys. So he's able to look around and be like, I got guys that can go with me. Lou Dort can go. Lou Dort is he's, a problem. He's, yeah, he's I've a, been watching him at Arizona State. He's a headache, I was like, yeah. Man, this is a grown man out here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like these, this is set up pretty nice for SGA uh, to be the leader of a young and up and coming team. Yeah, it's a team that you think you, you know, it needs some, it needs some fine tuning a little bit. Uh, I, and, and, you know, the, 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 we, we've talked about this in the past. We've probably talked about this after uh, every trade they made. It's a lot of, that's a massive influx of young players. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's great in one sense. In, in another sense, you've got to balance that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've got to have guys. And, you know, the other uh, un- unfortunate thing with this team is we're seeing it in, in, in Brooklyn uh, and we're seeing it in Indiana. You lose one guy for an extended period, it is a problem. Mm. We've seen it with Kevin Durant. We've seen it with um, Tyrese. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. And, I mean, you lose Shea for a couple weeks. Yeah. Th- yeah. This team can't compete. Like, everything they do is built around what a what – and, again, I think they're solid, but everything they do is built around the threat that Shea Gilgis-Alexander is, yeah. especially on the offensive end. He, he's – to use this term that I like to use, he's the straw that stirs the drink out there in OKC. And, uh, yeah, as long as he's around, I, it feels like they're going to play good basketball. Whether that results in wins all the time or not, I don't know. But they're going to play a certain way when he's around, and they'll, they'll have an opportunity. Uh, but if he wasn't there, that's when it would be like, oof. Yeah. Can, Giddy, can Giddy, you know, lead the ship the whole time? I don't know. But I think SGA is the guy that makes things float over there. You know what I'm concerned he's about tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Um you know what I'm concerned about tonight is breaking that perimeter and Shea just living at the basket. It could be for 40 be. minutes. I think. I think. But I think on the flip side, I think the Kings are going to uh, dominate in, in inside. Especially, oh, if I could see that. Plays. Sure. Especially if Sabonis I, plays. If, I, he, if he doesn't uh, play, I still think they'll, they'll but, do a good job of that. But you, you are, I'm sorry. You, are you saying dominate in the inside on the offensive end? In every in every facet. Scoring okay. inside, offensive rebounds, defensive rebound, one shot and out. I think they're going to dominate uh, in the paint in every facet tonight. I hope you're right. Uh, I hope you're right because Shea can go downhill. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 could he could get downhill, and I mean not like you know Ja does. Ja's he's Ja's going to get arrested at some point <laughs> for some of the things that he's doing. Right. But like Shea can he can he can get down. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and, and and maybe that's just a, maybe that's just you know expecting the Kings' perimeter defense to to halt a little bit. Which uh, and and I if Terrence is in fact out tonight, yeah. I gotta assume that's KZ Akpala minutes. I think so. Too. Not that not that Terrence, you know Terrence. Yeah, I think he was uh, what what four or five minutes the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like there's a ton of minutes 
to make up for TD. Actually, he didn't yeah, even play versus say, LA. I he had a DMP on. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was the Spurs game uh, where his minutes were down a little bit coming out of the starting lineup. Hey, check this out. A good com- a good comment by our guy NBA Young Kobe. He Whoa. said we should see a lot of Davion on Shea. Mm. I want that. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't think you can do it because it's not going to be starting. But I would love to see a combination for a lot of the game of Davion and KZ on Shea a lot of the night. Then you can throw Fox on there, you know, and and let him get his minutes as well. But I would put my two best perimeter guys in KZ Akpala and Davion Mitchell on Shea Gildress-Alexander as much as possible. Do you do that out the jump or do you wait to see if – if Shea becomes I, a problem. I, I wait. I wait. I you mean, wait. Okay. He's, he's not going to start. Like, neither one of those two are going to start. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm i sorry. That's not what I meant. Uh-huh. I, I I meant. Um, as soon as they come in. Yeah. Yeah, when they come in, that's your assignment. That's your assignment? Okay. Yeah. Davion or, or KZ, if I got them both in at the same time, I'll make the decision about where I want to go. I probably want to go Davion just for some, some constant pressure. But, yes, whenever they're in, if he's in, that's your assignment. Absolutely. I love NBA Young Cove so much because after you uh, sarcastically said, hey, good little comment here from NBA Young Cove, he immediately on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320 gets back in and says, great comment, Young Cove. <laughs> the, the thing that I like is when uh, like guests come in, like even James Ham or Trista, and they, they read his comment and they call him Young Cobb. Oh young, yeah, that's well. I I I feel like that's that's I feel like that's ham. <laughs> happens all the time. Yeah, NBA young Cobb. <laughs> no, that's Cobb. Right there in the Abbey. It's NBA young Cobb. Yeah. But it's funny how he always sticks out in the chat. Oh yeah. Like, hey, did you notice he wasn't in the chat uh, yesterday? I did. I didn't. He, oh, he he. Oh yeah. You know why he wasn't yeah. in the chat? Well, he's a he's Laker like, guy. Well, I don't know about that, but I know Rashawn went to work. Oh yeah, Rashawn <laughs> went he to always... work, so we didn't hear from him being young Cole. We don't hear from him when Rashawn go to work and when Sabonis go to work. <laughs> well, if we don't hear from him when Sabonis go to work, he's been quiet a lot this season. Because <laughs> like Domas been gone. We love everyone in the chat, man. It yeah. it, it 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 brings a unique uh, dynamic to this show. Um, of course, you can call the show nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. The phone lines are always open for you. We're clear, as a matter of fact, till yeah. 2 o'clock So if, uh, when Trista joins us. Uh, so if you want to <laughs> get in, man, we got you. I'm laughing because one of the first times we, we met Young Cove is when he said we stole uh, Max and Marcellus's whole style. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That was wild. <laughs> You're a wild boy, man. You're a wild boy. I like Max. I like oh, Max too. Oh, Marcellus. Oh, yeah, I, can't. I saw a video of Marcellus uh, where he was doing a little. He was doing a little too much talking. He's a little snaky. Yeah. Like he. Like I don't know why the dude's so thirsty. Yeah, that's like, exactly how the video bro, came. Oh, like you're good. He was like, like, "Yo, I'm gonna tell you all the beefs that I yeah, had." Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I did. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, like, bro!" You, like you, at some point, like keep you, it in the house, bro. You're like, doing a lot. Yeah. That's why you ain't there no more. <laughs> no one ever says like, "Yeah, he's a." He's a little too thirsty. Yeah. You need to calm down. I agree. Uh, he need to calm down. Uh, we'll dive into some games uh, that we saw last night. A couple of teams knew their assignments. A couple of teams uh, didn't, as well as a big man that might be 
uh, out on the market. Oh. Question mark. Without, I, I know you know who, we don't have to play this. I, you'll never guess who it is. <laughs> Next here on Get Up. I'll tell you no, why the Buffalo a, Bills was, may be interested in this big man that's out on the market. In the NBA. <laughs> why DeBonta Sabonis is the key to the San Francisco 49ers beating the Cowboys this weekend. Next. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get to that player. <laughs> okay. Do the Kings need a do 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 the do the Kings need to make a small move? I purposely said small because I'm not I'm not willing to discuss Harrison and unlike uh, James Ham, I'm not willing to discuss Keegan Murray. Right? <laughs> you can talk. I'll hear you, and I, thank you for the call. Mm. Hope your family's doing wonderful. Have a good day. Mm. But we'll go something on the smaller range. <sighs> Do you feel like the Kings need to make a small move? Because no disrespect to the individual we're going to bring up, I believe this is in that category of, uh, okay, we'll see if it works. No harm, no foul. I would, like, I would like this situation more than if you had to go deal for somebody. I think you got a deal for this player, but I, I, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's. It's okay. not. It's not. I guess not, I, re- I read the tweet wrong, but I, 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 I could be wrong. I, but I read the tweet as as I didn't read the tweet from Shams as if Milwaukee's letting him go. That's, that's you'll never I, guess we're talking about Serge Ibaka. <laughs> you'll never guess. I'll tell you after the break that we're talking about Serge Ibaka. I read that's it as the, read it, the Bucks. Yeah. Are, you're probably right. You're, they're, you're they're, probably right. They're, they're, they'll they'll work together to find yeah. a new home for him. Meaning we'll trade him if someone wants him, mm-hmm. and then if not, you know maybe they'll release. Him. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, okay. I think you're right on that one. We'll come back. We'll talk more about that. I don't even. You kind of answered. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. Elon Casey. It's home of the maybes. That's <laughs> what we are. Just. Just as, as Kyle Matson would say, it's a hard maybe. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk more NBA basketball. We'll talk more Kings. We'll talk the game tonight, and we'll talk to you nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Steve Elon Casey here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Oh, I think they're. Oh, okay. All right. This this is. I'm. We're going back to is the this, home. We're going wait, back look, to the home a, studio. Uh, is this? Is that Ham right there? Yeah, that is Ham. Yeah. What's going on? James is here. Oh. <laughs> James is here. It's twelve forty-eight. I was about to say. Is this a? Um, is this a? Uh, what was that? A holiday party situation? Oh, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> there's a group staring. this is why this is why this is why i want to go home there's a group of people outside our studio like staring in here and i have no clue what they want like do they need something and james is one of them he is probably perpetuating all of this you mentioned the holiday or the holiday party or whatever and that gave us the greatest picture of all time we're all just looking back like all just that was left phenomenal. out that was phenomenal. the great part is the great part is our boss boss Posted that on her Instagram page, and I don't think she had any clue until we brought it to her attention. Like, hey, look at this picture a little bit closer. I'm just turning around looking at him, too, and the picture is hella sad and stuff like that. Did she ever see that? Did she oh, ever... she saw it. Yeah, we. I sent it to her. I was like, hey, look at this picture a smidge bit closer. Oh, man. Incredible, man. Yeah, we had Rich. We had Kim. Uh, Kimberly was looking, Catalina, everybody was just looking at him. No, that's all right. I got 
D'Lo and KC taped in front of a live studio audience and two more people who I don't recognize just walk by. This is a weird place, dude. I have not adjusted back to the, the in-studio work life. I'm just not. Like one day, me, uh, Charlie, uh, Jesse, and Casey, we're the only ones here. The next day, it's a freaking house party. It's a true story, man. It's a true story. The next day, it looks like my house when I'm out of town. <laughs> did you, hey, speaking of, did you, uh, did you see it? Is it, I don't know if it's out, but you seen the commercials for the house party? I know we talked about it before. The, the did new movie. Trailer? Yeah. yeah. I might take a look at that. Huh. I might take a look at that. I'm not going to say I'm excited, but the way they set it up in the trailers, as opposed to when I first heard the plot, and so I was like, this is stupid. The what I've seen is like ah, I'll, I'll give it a look. I do the the, the one thing out of the uh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll say this clearly. I'm not going to the theater to watch. Oh it. hell no! So when it dro- like if it drops on HBO Max, like right, I'll right, watch it. Right. Like that's fine. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate LeBron's willingness to make fun of himself. Like they did the 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 the, the gimmick with the the the, the self affirmations. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. you have a terrific hairline. <laughs> you're any you know he's talking to himself I like i i can i can appreciate lebron yeah. for that yeah but it's still it's, i gotta go see this it didn't do that no 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 no. and no, if there no. isn't at least one kid and play run in what are we doing mm. yeah there aren't a lot of people from the original house party that you could put in like martin you put tisha, you could, in there. tisha i mean pops ain't around no more no pops ain't around no more i mean obviously robin harris Wait, ain't around yeah, no more. robin harris pops yeah i can't i forgot john witherspoons yeah he's not I with us anymore in there but that's it. Call in the police. <laughs> Pops was the neighbor, right? Bringing full force, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, and I don't want to minimize them, but those are the only two. You could, you, they could have a reunion movie. They're all around. Sherelle is, Sherelle uh, oh, looks Shirelle. fantastic. Sherelle. <laughs> that scene in the inkwell. I watched that scene so oh. many times. So many underrated times. movie. The Inkwell is fantastic. Underrated movie. I love the Inkwell, Inkwell is fantastic. My boy Dwayne Martin. I don't believe uh Jayden. I don't I don't believe Lorenz Tate has aged. He really has since the Inkwell. I, I hope out. I hope I age like Lorenz Tate. He was he was I know he's on power, but he was somewhere else and he looks the exact same. I was looking at him like guy looks exact same. Aren't they doing a power on on his uh councilman? They're giving them a whole. Isn't it Councilman one? Tate? Yeah, yeah, Councilman Tate. Yeah. <laughs> Councilman Tate. I think they're doing separate. I one? think so. That would make sense. I don't know, but I need a power. I need something from the universe to drop. Well, um, what's we call Is it? fifty there tonight? <laughs> Be like, hey, fam. <laughs> it come. Um, I think next Sunday. What's next it's Sunday? Raising... No, no, it's it's, uh, it's force. Yeah, okay. it's you, um, you ain't Mary J. Oh no, that's power. Yeah, that's ghost. That's ghost. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary J. Come back. That was, that was a good one. That was yeah, a good one. They, yeah, yeah. They killed yeah. the king's uh, pick. They did. <laughs> they killed the king's prospect. What was his name again? Zeke. Zeke. They killed Zeke. <laughs> that's why Fifty here. Oh, did that's you so see, funny. Um, Fifty was Fifty was here when last. that first picture came out. I think it was Jason Jones who tweeted, "Oh, we really getting Zeke." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! They had two separate references that's, during the season. That's a that's a, him and the Kings. That's a that's a reference not everyone's gonna get, but those that get it find it very very funny. Did you see Fifty was um, after the game? Whenever he was here, was that Friday? 
Yeah, it was last Friday. As he was Houston, here at the game yeah. or Houston, uh, he went over to Tiger, and he was in Tiger. Uh, yeah, I heard like an impromptu. Yeah, not show, but he was on the mic. Yeah, that was crazy. That's 50, good stuff, right there. That's I mean, hey, if you wasn't outside, if you wasn't around, Fifty was the biggest. He was he was it. He was made. You know what I I actually think is an underrated song from him at this point. Because uh, I heard it the other day, and I was like, wow, this is a smash deal. Um, Wankster. Wankster. Is, oh, that was a hit. That, that song is fire. To this day. To this day. Oh, don't mind me. <laughs> James said, I'm available. When, he texts me, I'm available whenever. James, just come in and do the show with us. <laughs> hey, James loves it here, dude. He's always showing up hell early now. I do think, I, I, I think James, I just think like James likes doing the show with right, us. Man, come on, pull up. Okay. I, I, well, I, unfortunately, when James gets it, the, the conversation changes because James would just be sitting there staring at us like, I don't get any of these references. Yeah. What is a wankster? What's the one that we were talking about yesterday when I was like, I don't think he, he would understand that. We were talking about something. I think 90% of our show, James <laughs> wouldn't understand. By the way, shout out. I didn't I didn't get his name because a car was coming, but shout out to 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 the brother on the walk who stopped me. And he's a goal, he's 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 a Bay Area transplant. He's a Warriors fan, okay. but he found the show and he 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 loves the show and and, and listens regularly. So if you have to be li- happen to be listening right now, appreciate you. We thank you. Thanks yeah, for man, stopping me and man. saying something, man. Yeah, I absolutely. appreciate it. Damn, he gets stopped all the time. Right. He gets stopped all the time. I'm thankful for the people that watch this show. Yeah, me too. I just, I mean, I just, they don't, don't know me as don't much. Don't tell as, lies. As don't don't lie to don't don't lie to the people listening. Like Come no on, one man. believes this. Come on, it's true. Why do you do this? <laughs> Why do you do this? Like there will be time. We'll be walking around the arena. People will stop and talk to Kenny, and I'm just, <laughs> That's not, I'm just standing no, there like it's not true. I, Okay, that is not true. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna have Will send us the security text because it happens like ten times a game. Look, it'll I'm, happen. It'll happen five times tonight. No, no, no. I'll be walking around and with Damien. They'll stop him. Sorority stop and talk to him, and I'm just there. Liar! <laughs> liar! This man is a liar. <laughs> Yo, that's too far. That's too far. Because that's not what happened. I'm sitting there. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I ain't, we ain't even going to do that. But don't do that. Don't do that. I was begging. I was begging Kendra Montgomery Block to bring back HBCU night. Oh, nothing, nothing. Kenny sends a text. All of a sudden, oh, HBCU night. Cool win tomorrow. Yeah, hey. hey. Wait a minute. Uh, if you're at the game tonight, uh, stop Kenny and say hi. You could just wave to me. No, just just say, hey, Casey, it's good seeing you. Let me go back to talking to Damien. Literally never happened. Yeah, Only person who talks to me is Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie just wants some advice, so I I, I help my man out. <laughs> shout out, Le- Lizzie. Lizzie always comes over to yeah, see. Yeah, shout out, Lizzie. Uh, Jack. will definitely be at the game tonight, man. So mm-hmm. if you're around, man, mm-hmm. please uh, uh, please come over and 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 say hello. Like even Ramsey, Ramsey didn't even see. He, he was like, hey, hey, these Ramsey, Ramsey, like, hey, it's like, <laughs> hey, Ramsey does do that. I see Ramsey. Ramsey hit us with a quickness, like we ain't family or nothing. Look, I really do see Ramsey a lot. I saw him at at the at the Pro Am Summer League. It's, I saw Ramsey at Sac State. Yep. <laughs> I saw Ramsey at the Kings game. Ramsey be everywhere. We ain't never there. Uh, you're listening to D and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, ninety eight point five FM KRXQ HD two Sacramento ESPN thirteen twenty. Driven by Lashers, Elk Grove Dodge, always live 
on the free Odyssey app. Uh, you can watch the show as well on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. You can watch on Facebook Live. Uh, and if you're scrolling through your uh, timelines on Twitter, you could watch us there mm-hmm. uh, as well. Uh, shout out to the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics who knew the assignment last yep, night. Yep. Uh, Golden State and Portland fell. Jeez, I, I, I saw most of the I saw most of the Warriors uh, Celtics game. I I did miss some rather important pieces, uh, <laughs> keeping an eye on Duke in in, in, in North Carolina. But um, that was one Boston had to fight to 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 get back. Yeah, man. I mean, the the, the Warriors struggle on the road, but they showed up like. Yeah. The defending champions last night for that game, great spot Thursday night. You know, national TV in Boston. Uh, that was a that was a great uh, regular season game last night. And what, what were they say? It was it was 30, 36 and nineteen for for Tatum? 34, 19 for Better get that man those extra three points, man. Come Ooh-wee. on now. We that man's a problem. He's a problem. Look, when you guys gave him the strap yesterday, I wasn't. Uh, questioning it well, because of I, him. He's a bad man. I gave him the strap. Jesse gave Jesse, Jesse gave it to stripped Giannis of his title and handed it like Eric Bischoff did to Triple H. <laughs> just handed him the big gold belt to to, to Nikola Jokic. And I kept the strap on on uh, Giannis for a change. Yeah, for a change. But no, nah, I mean that was a good game last night. Yeah. Obviously, Boston did what they did. You know, go Celtics. six assists and three steals. By the way, for Tatum as well. Go Celtics. We were talking. I, w- I was having a conversation about like that, the, the kind of that fight factor. I, 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 I the pop- popular term is dog. Mm. Is anyone on the who's got that on the Kings? Is that Malik? Malik. Do you think? Because the person I was talking to said this. Domas has that. In. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought. Oh, I, and, sure. and and does De'Aaron? I think, I think it's starting to show with De'Aaron. There was questions of it uh, leading up to this year. Mm-hmm. There were questions of it. I've seen it this year. I've seen that okay. he has it in him. Yeah, he. I, I'll give him that status. Matter of fact, yeah, he got that dog in him. Who's 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 uh, Malik? Obviously, has that dog. Yeah, yeah. Davion got that dog. Who's the big dog in the yard? <sighs> I'm the big dog here. <laughs> They the rest, the rest of them young. He a young puppy, and the rest of them young puppies. <laughs> I'm, I'm the big dog, dog here. Um, this sounds this sounds crazy. It almost goes back to, it almost kind of goes back to our <laughs> Michael Parsons discussions about gotta let everybody know the alpha and all this other stuff. Mm. I think it's De'Aaron, and De'Aaron don't really say much. He don't really like like make this big proclamation. And I'm the big dog, but mm-hmm. he the big dog. Look, what what do we always hear from um, from Sabonis? He and this is no knock on him. This doesn't this doesn't lessen him. But what's the quote that he said a number of different times? He said the other day. He said, "In the fourth quarter, I tell De'Aaron, where, where what you want from me? Where mm-hmm. you want me to go? Mm-hmm. You want me to come set a screen for you, or you want me to get out your way?" It it never had to be said mm-hmm. that. Hey, this is his time. Da 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 da. Sabonis knew. Mm-hmm. Sabonis said, "De'Aaron, what you what you want to do?" It's the big dog. You know what? <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the the, the Michael Parsons thing that, that that's that's a great analogy for for De'Aaron, and it's making me look at this a little bit differently. 
But there's a uh, there's a term I hate, and I always look at people sideways when they do it. LeBron does it virtually every time he talks. Oh, when and I always like when dudes are doing interviews, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, and t- and tell me if I'm reading too much into this because I might be. Mm-hmm. But when guys are like, yeah, you know, my team. You know, my team really backed me up on this. My team my team stepped. You know, my team really, you know, I, I, I wasn't hitting my shots, and my team did this, and my team did that. Mm. And, and, and my team really – is that, is that extra, like, my team? Like, this is, this is my team. And I, and I feel like there are guys who – I think Devin Booker comes to mind mm. who wants you to know this is – this is my team because they're they're not saying it in the reference of no, it's my team. Like See, this is my team here at ESPN thirteen twenty. I hear it. No, that's not that's not how I hear it. Mm. I hear it as Hammer's here. <laughs> I, I hear is. it as that pales in comparison to Matt George's interest yesterday. <laughs> by the way, um, I hear it as no, no. Th- this I'm the guy. This is my team. That mm. am, am I doing? Am I doing too I, much? See, I, I would say you are doing too much because okay. I don't hear that. Okay. I hear that's how I hear it. My team. Okay. But yeah, I mean that doesn't mean I'm right or like they could be. You know what I'm talking about yeah. with Booker though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My All guy. Right. But see, you know what? Even with that, I don't have a huge problem with that in a lot of cases because, and I think De'Aaron fits into this one because when something goes wrong, they're not going to be looking at the team. They're going to be looking at you, LeBron, you, Devin, you, De'Aaron. You get you get all the responsibility in the blame. So, if you, yeah, my team, this is my team because I got to shoulder all this stuff. Michael Bridges doesn't shoulder it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pat Bev doesn't shoulder it. Uh, Chemezi Metsu doesn't shoulder it. Those Pat Bev do, busy making out with the ball before the game oh, starts. Man, they got to stop that, man. They got to they gotta put, a, put an end to that. But – you know, I that's the way that's that's how I kind of look at those. I give those guys a little bit of leeway to even if they are speaking about it in the terms that you are, they get that leeway because they've got all the pressure on them. So let's let's say what it is. You're right. It's just, it is your team. Okay. Because it's your team when things go bad. <laughs> it's not everybody when things that's go true. good. No, that's, that's that's true. That's yeah. fair. Uh, we welcome in thirteen twenty Kings insider James Ham hanging out with us for today. Hey. What's up, Hammer? Hi, friends. How are you, man? I'm good. Domas going tonight or no? Uh, sure does look like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you said does look like it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. Delavadova, and Alex Lynn were all at practice. They are all running up and down oh. the court there. Oh, okay. at, we forgot at, at shoot around. <laughs> no, I, I got him. I got I Alex Lynn in. Yeah, okay. Alex I got Alex Lynn in. Terrence Davis, who is not on the injury list, was not there, and it sounds like he's sick now. Yeah, so, it, I think your I think your partner on the Kings beat uh, threw that out there earlier. Yeah, so it's it's going around. It seems like uh, yeah, these guys are uh, fighting what everyone else is fighting out there. Mm-hmm. Just the little flu bug, the whatever. Um, but yeah, they've got they've got the good medicine that gets you going real quick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we we don't get that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean stuff. that that would be yeah, good news. I good. mean because we yeah. talked about um, how interesting and how big of a game this is uh, today. You know, I mean it's game 43 or something like that but you know you got two teams that are playing really well um two young up-and-coming teams and they're gonna be okc they're gonna bring some heat and it's gonna be a good test and good challenge for the kings to see kind of where they're at 
Are they really playing well just in general, or have they been playing against bad teams and feasting like they're supposed to? Nothing to apologize for there. But it's going to be a good test and, and step up in competition for the Kings tonight. Yeah, I think this is, you know, you're always looking at the, the standings and looking at teams and you think, oh, they're not that good because their record's 22 and 23. It's really not the case. When you look at teams, you have to look at, like, the small window of what they're they're doing right then. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that has, the Deer and Fox talked about it, they're long, they're athletic, they're physical, they play really good defense for a young team, and they've got a star, you know, in yeah. Shea. And they've got, like, a really, really nice secondary piece in Josh Kitty. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've been a Josh Kitty fan for a long time. Um, and Leading the I, team in rebounding. Yeah. Eight yeah. per game. Wow. He is yeah. A problem. Yeah. No, I, I mean he's just a really, really good player, and that's the problem that you have. I mean, but you know, if you look at the the Kings' last five wins versus OKC's last five wins, I mean, OKC's beat Philadelphia, they beat Bulls, they beat the Nets, they beat the Pacers. Um, that's pretty impressive. I, I, I also, since you're you're here with us for a while today, I mean, we still got three hours. We're going to talk 49er football. I know yeah. you're a 49er fan. Yeah, as well, so we're going to do that. Yeah. I, 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 just, I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to be positive today. <laughs> the Kings have won five straight. We've got what I think is going to be a phenomenal game at the Golden One Center yeah. uh, tonight. Yeah. I, you, you are going to be positive today. That's fine. Uh, okay. Like, I, right. I just like to be realistic. Like, no, uh, no we're, throwing, we're throwing realism. We're, 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 we're throwing we, all we, of these. We talk about the number three team in the West. Uh, you know, we're also we talked about this before. Like, what were they going to do over the nine game stretch? And right now, this is that moment where seven and two versus six and three. And mm-hmm. man, they get to seven and two on that stretch. You took care of business. You did mm-hmm. exactly what you had to do. And six and three is still really good. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it, it, how much? Are, how much is tomorrow's game? Like, when you when you talk about that, how much is tomorrow's game? Like, in the back of your head, knowing you you got Oklahoma City tonight. It's the first night. You got a back to back, and it's Philadelphia. Well, that and you got Memphis on the on Monday in the third game. Who's, it appears is never losing again. Yeah, that's the third game in four nights. Although mm-hmm. Memphis will be coming off a back to back, so yeah. Do you know who they have Sunday? Um, you know what? I don't. Uh, Sorry, right. we can pull it up. Uh, yeah, fine. I got it too. I, I I can look really quick, but yeah, I mean, you got to take care of business at home. Um, this team somehow has the best road record in the Western Conference, or they did as of that's crazy. Uh, as a Wednesday that's night. Nice. Um, yeah, they're the only team that I, I could see that was two games over 500 in the West. Still, the still road. are. Yep, still uh, are. Denver and Memphis are both 11 and 10. Yeah, that's just absolutely crazy to think that the Kings have the best road record and that they don't have the best home record because this home crowd has been crazy. I mean, well, those home records are ridiculous right now. It's like 21 and three for 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 Denver and, and Memphis right now. Yeah, but that's what the Kings used to be like at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used to make like they used to be able to dominate at home. And so if you want to be that team, the next step, the next logical step for this team is to take care of home court like that, to be a team that, you know, that's that many games over. I was talking to my son yesterday about this, and, like, if the Kings went out, like, do we have this conversation? If the Kings went out right now, uh, they would finish with twice as many wins as the, the Golden State, twice as many losses as the Golden State Warriors team that went 73-9. and nine. <laughs> That's is that crazy to think about? <laughs> if they win nuts. every game from here on out, they would still have twice as many losses as the, the Warriors did that one season. That's a trip. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Phoenix and Memphis uh, on Sunday. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, Phoenix with a win last night over over Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn didn't understand the assignment. Brooklyn is just bad Brooklyn. Job by them. They're lost. Well, well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and Indiana are in really bad shape yeah. with their with their with their two top guys. Brooklyn, out. like Robin Thicke, lost without you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. no good. It's no good. They yeah. ha- they. I think I read they had the worst offensive efficiency in the league since Ooh. Kevin Durant went out. Um, and I know Brooklyn hasn't won a game since Katie went out. Has Indiana won a game since Tyrese went out? I don't think so. Because I know I know they've lost five straight, but I don't know yeah. if, if 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 the math computes. I know uh, Tyrese made his his daily appearance on the JJ Reddick podcast. He was on again. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> oh yeah. They, he's he's he, he said he said uh, he he's hoping to be back at the very start of February. I hope so. Yeah, Tyrese went out in the Charlotte game, I believe, and that is uh, the last game that they won. Mm. I think uh, did so. they play the Knicks after that? Because I think he got hurt in the Knicks game. Um. Oh, you're right. He did play that. He played in the Knicks game. They mm. lost the Knicks game. Uh, he played 27 minutes in that game. Mm. But yeah, I mean, to bad. your to your point, I mean, yeah. Uh, the, these guys with one of their stars going down, that, it's, it's been a death blow. So yeah, far. I mean, you're still looking at like how many games is Indiana going to play in the next 12, 14 days at best. Mm-hmm. And yeah. where are they? Because they've again five straight losses for them is they were five games over five hundred or close to it. Mm-hmm. Now they're you know they're back in the five hundred range and they're 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 slipping. They got to kind of figure out a way to fix things. Brooklyn was Brooklyn was the hottest team in the league, yeah. and then KD goes out. And I now think they all of a got, sudden got up to as far as number two in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they had one at one point. Was it 12, twelve straight? Twelve straight. Yeah. No. Yeah, so Indiana before February 1st has Denver, at Denver, at Phoenix, uh, at home against the Bulls, at Orlando against the Bucks, and at uh, Grizzlies. Mm. So what, maybe maybe two games that they could they could potentially win in that group? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, they're going to have to have somebody step up there and get some things done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philly knew the assignment as well. Philly beat Portland. Good job. Uh, we're watching standings every day, James. Every <laughs> Who single you day. Root for? We're watching every day. Uh, we're picking teams to root for. And last night it was easy because I think it was all yeah, East all, versus yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. those are those are those are easy. But we're also of the of the mindset if Denver and Memphis are playing somebody, they might as well be Eastern Conference teams yeah, too. Because we're gonna we're gonna root for them every time. They're so far ahead. Just beat up the Portlands and the. In 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 the Phoenixes and the LAs, you can beat up both LAs if you want to. Yeah, do uh, what you do. If someone wants to knock around Dallas for a couple of weeks, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take that. But those mm. are the teams we're always rooting against. We, we got we got some situations tonight too. Okay, are we doing who he root for right now? Well, we 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 could hit the pause button on who okay. he root for. Like yeah, we'll 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 tuck that away uh, later. James Ham's going to hang out with us uh, all day. Trista Crick's going to be with us at the top of the two o'clock hour. We've got a massive uh, divisional matchup this week between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that Mm -hmm. when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader. CeeLo KC, James Hamm here on ESPN 1320. CeeLo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. And the divisional matchup, everybody's been waiting for it. We walked in the building on Tuesday. First, what, three, four calls we got. 916-909-1320. Mm-hmm. 49er fan, Cowboy fan, 49er fan, Cowboy fan. 
this rivalry resonates Mm -hmm. with, I think it resonates with football fans in general, because if you're not a Cowboy fan, you hate the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're not a 49er fan, you're just rooting against the Dallas Cowboys. So this is this is the main event mm-hmm. this weekend, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Well, well let's go back, you know, because I want to talk about this weekend, but let's go back into why it is. I mean, think about what happened in the 90s. Just think about what happened. NFC Championship game, Cowboys 49ers. NFC Championship game, Cowboys 49ers. NFC Championship game, Cowboys 49ers. When when did that happen? When does that happen in recent memory? Yeah, <laughs> like that that was the stranglehold that they had on the NFL for three years, and that's you know a lot of people like us. That's that's when we were introduced to the game. You know, that's when we were introduced. I remember it coincided with Fox uh, getting the 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 NFL and and the transition that that had for for viewing Pat Summerall, uh, Pat Summerall and John Madden. Madden. You know, so, you know, that's something that we talk about a certain nostalgia factor. That's what Cowboys 49ers has. And now they're creating their own little situation because they're going to have back-to-back times in the playoffs now with, with this game on uh, on Sunday. And I don't think it ends there. I think these two teams see each other a couple more times in the playoffs over the next few years. And I can't wait for it. I'll tell you this, but this one here, this one here at Levi's in the divisional round, Oh, I'm charged up. I'm charged up for it. I'm ready to go. I asked you a question the other day. I said, what does a Cowboys win look like? Mm-hmm. I'll ask both of you guys a question right now. What does a 49ers win look like to you? James, you want to take that one first? Yeah. I mean, like, look, I, I don't think that the Cowboys can deal with the 49ers front seven. I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't look at this game as like a – I mean, it's a huge matchup and it's a marquee matchup and it should be a lot of fun. But at the same time, they're not the same quality of team. And, you know, they've got a long way to go still. That doesn't mean they can't beat the 49ers. Like, anyone can beat anyone on any given Sunday. But mm-hmm. uh, when it really comes down to it, like, if I'm picking it, I would pick the Niners, like, 10 out of 10 times in this mm-hmm. deal. Uh, just because, again, that front seven of the 49ers is absolutely nasty. And if you look at their defense, it really is centered around uh, Parsons. And he's great. Mm-hmm. But he's got to go up against Trent Williams. And so you can neutralize him with the greatest left tackle in the game and at least slow him down. And the Niners have so many weapons. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what, you know, Kenny, you, you, you brought that up yesterday. I was looking at some stuff from Michael Parsons this morning. They'll move him around. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that they're going to line him up. And I don't know how San Francisco is going to – I'm assuming San Francisco is going in to this weekend thinking – they're not going to line Parsons up across the best football player in the uh, NFL. How do you, I'm They're not, not going to do that. <laughs> that, that because it. it does exactly what James says. It yeah. neutralizes yeah. your biggest defensive weapon. Yeah. And I don't think they want to do that. And, and the, the thing about that, though, because I agree with you, is now it feels like you, you know your great pass rushers, even, even 97 uh, handles this way. They're on the defense's right side, the offensive left side, for a right-handed quarterback, and they can't see him coming when they're rushing, right? They go, well, we, how many times do we see, you know, they're, they're, they're rushing the passer, they don't see him, they knock him, you know, strip sack him and all this other stuff. That's why they're line, That's why they're always all lined up on that left side of the offense. Now, if you move him around, yes, you get him off of Trent Williams, but you just take a little bit off of 
what may make him dynamic. Because now Brock Purdy sees him, say, on, on the right side of the offense. He can see him. Like, oh, there's Mike Parsons. Uh, let's move the protection this way, or I'm going to go this way, or I know you know, I can see him coming. I can slide step out of, you know, give him a little, eh, eh, you know, I can do that. Well, Michael Parsons there on the right side. I see him. I see him when he's rushing. He's in my line of view. And I'm not saying he still can't be effective when doing that, but that's just a little difference as opposed to coming from his blind side and, and, and getting, you know, a strip sack or, or sacking him when he doesn't see him uh, in his peripheral. Yeah, I mean, when I'm looking at this team, you know, again, I really like Tony Pollard. Uh, is that it's Tony, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I like him as a change of pace back. I actually think he should be running the ball a whole bunch. Um, I think, you know, I, I like CeeDee Lamb, but CeeDee Lamb to me is in the same ballpark as Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk is like the fifth best offensive player the 49ers have. Mm-hmm. And CeeDee Lamb is probably their best offensive weapon. And that's a problem. So not only are you outmatched on the defensive line, but you literally, like, what are they going to do against Kittle? What are they going to do against Debo? What are they going to do against Christian McCaffrey? I mean, the the 49ers' attack is so deep. And you would say, well, they've got Brock Purdy, who's inexperienced, and it's like, well, I'd almost, I would take inexperienced Brock Purdy over the Cowboys quarterback almost any day of the week. I mean, because he's proven that he, well, no, because I think Dak has proven that he can't be there. That that he's not good enough to to get you over the hump. Mm. Uh, historically, well, like what has he Dak, done? Dak's still a relatively young quarterback. He's like, he's okay, but he I would rather have a guy that's a bit of an unknown versus a guy that has just proven that he isn't the guy to get you over the hump. Hmm. You know, the Cowboys put their eggs in baskets, and I and I often think that they're just the wrong people to put the, their eggs in. So uh, to in an attempt to answer Kenny's question, you think dirty up Dak Prescott is one of the get that front seven. Oh yeah, take it, just, dirty up Dak Prescott and the Cowboys can't. Yeah, because no even if you get past, you know, like the the defensive line is going to put a ton of pressure on him. But how do you even run the ball against the Forty Niners three linebackers? So their linebackers are just nasty. Yeah. I mean, and, and then their safety is just incredible. I mean, like you have all of these elements that make you an elite defense, and I don't know that he's elite. So when I look at, like, Philadelphia, Philadelphia is a lot scarier than Dallas. I mean, Philadelphia has four guys on the defensive line with 10 or more sacks. They've got two really, really good— That's an insane stat. That is That is yeah. absolutely insane. Great. Yeah, so they've got two wide receivers that are absolute studs, one that's, like, super mobile in, in Javonta Smith, and then you've got— uh, Devonta Smith, and then you've got AJ Brown, Brown, who's just an absolute workhorse. I mean, that guy is a monster, mm-hmm. and so that team, and even their tight ends, stud. Like you start looking at that Philadelphia team, they're scary, and I think everyone in the league has overlooked them all season long. That is a very, very good football team who lost their quarterback late in the season and, and lost a couple of games. So. Uh, you know, maybe they're not getting sort of the luster. It looked a little have. weird headed mm-hmm. into the postseason, mm-hmm. is I think what happened with Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, but Hurt will be fine. Oh, oh I, 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 no, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I, 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 I need to see it. I yeah, if, see it. that's that, I and I would have need, him. I would have needed to see it no matter what, because mm-hmm. this is this is his first big moment, and we've seen. I know. I, I, I use the Lamar Jackson example a lot. Yeah. We, we've seen it with Lamar Jackson. We, we, we've seen it with a number of other quarterbacks get into that moment for the first time and. S- s- whether the whether a pace of a playoff game is different, mm-hmm. whether the game plan and playoff games are different, like whatever it is, and now now you've got the dreaded th- third matchup 
Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a very familiar opponent coming in who's just got uh, 120 minutes of game film just with, against you right. uh, that you can go over. The, you know, and, and that's, that's going to be something they have to deal with. Another thing about this 49ers-Cowboys matchup, thinking about it from the Cowboys' perspective right now, is they have to, and this is the conundrum. You talked about it, James. They have to establish the run. Because with a, a great defensive line like the 49ers, you can't put them in a situation, if, you, if you're the Cowboys, you can't put the 49ers defensive line in a situation where they have nothing to worry about but rushing the passer. Because then they're, they're going to eat you alive. Yeah. So you have to be able to establish the run where they say, hey, we got to defend against the run. We can't just you know pin our ears back and go after the quarterback because there might be a draw. They've been gashing us for five, six yards of play. And, and and we got to worry about that. If you get into a situation where you're only getting two, three yards per carry, and the 49ers defense knows that, and you just abandon the run and say, you know what, it's not happening today, we're going to pass, that's when they get you. That's when they start breaking you down as the game goes along. So somehow, some way, and here's another reason why I think the Niners are going to win this game, because I don't think the Cowboys can execute this. They've got to establish the run. I don't think they can. We talked about it before the Seattle game where uh, they were the, the Raiders game, right? And I said the, the announcers were going crazy. Josh Jacobs, is he's having a performance that nobody's had against this 49ers defense all year long. He's really rushing well here as we get to the two-minute warning here in the fourth quarter. He's got 68 yards rushing. <laughs> like People were going crazy over him. The man had 60-something yards rushing at the time. But what was the score of that game, though? It was in the high thirties, right? So, but, but 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 what I mean is, it, it they're glo- they're 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 glowing over uh, Josh Jacobs. It, it, that's what kept the Raiders in the game. It did, but it wasn't enough. No, because, it wasn't because and and not just the score that they won or whatever. They he couldn't establish it enough where the Raiders could hold on to what they were doing. They eventually had to start passing, and what they what happened. They got to him. <laughs> they got to him twice. They got to him in the fourth for a pick, and then Nick Bosa in overtime got to him. Like, if you can't – like, the the answer to that would have been Josh Jacobs needs to have probably 98 yards rushing, and in that overtime and in the fourth quarter, they need to be feeding Josh Jacobs because the Niners can't stop him. They couldn't do that. They had to have Stidham drop back and pass. The defensive line start pinning their ears back, and they eventually got to him. That's the whole point of all this. If you can't keep them off balance with the run – they will get to you eventually. They got the Geno. And you don't think Pollard can do that? Uh, my answer would be no. I don't I think, think so. I think Pollard can. You know who I think can't? Zeke. Yeah. But here's the Mike McCarthy. Oh, there, I don't think Mike, Mike McCarthy. McCarthy would be that patient. Well, I think I mean, and that's that's the whole thing with with Dak. This is kind of what we talk about with the Raiders and the league in general. Nobody outside of Kyle Shanahan. Is really patient enough to stay with the run. They always feel like they got to throw. And you got a $40 million quarterback back there, $40 million a year quarterback. You didn't pay him $40 million to hand it off. You better let him get his 25 to 30 passing. And you ain't even handing it off to the guy you gave $20 million to. You're handing it off to <laughs> right. the guy who makes $100,000. Right. Yeah. But, and that's where I disagree. I don't think they can do it against this defense. It's too fast. It's too fast. The way that you beat this defense is is straight up the middle. Tony Pollard is more of a explosive on the on the on the edges on the boundary type runner. Linebacking core is too fast for that. I think it's a bad. I, at the end of the day, the more I've thought about this, 
it's not the best matchup for the Cowboys. No, I mean, and that's the Niners have given up yards here and there, but that was without Armstead. And now mm-hmm. you're getting healthy at the perfect time. I mean, we talk about a team that, that's a good note right there. You mm-hmm. think it's like yeah. the it's one of the most healthy teams that you've ever seen, except for the fact that they've lost their starting quarterback and their backup quarterback. Uh, techni- yeah, yeah, technicalities. Yeah, those are technicalities. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a just at least a for Kyle Shanahan, those really, really deep team. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Niners are really deep. Even the defensive line, they just keep throwing guys out there. You're like. Man, where'd that guy come from? And Ken Law's healthy, and and you know, like Willis has been impactful, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they keep producing these incredible defensive front line players, which it's easier when you have Bosa, because yeah. so much attention goes to him, and teams are double teaming him or they're they're scheming to slow him, mm-hmm. and it opens things up for the other guys. If they can get Armstead to really like be fresh and step up and and have like a major impact, I, I don't think that they're they're beatable. At least not in the NFC. So we've 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 mentioned Bosa, Parsons, uh, um, uh, a, a variety of different players here. Who's the most important player in this game for the San Francisco 49ers? Christian McCaffrey slash Debo. No, no. Right, Christian McCaffrey. Because no. if the Cowboys can't stop the run, they have no shot. I think it's Brock Purdy. Why is it okay? I I I I I want you to elaborate. Why do you think it's Brock Purdy? Because he he just can't make the mistake that costs you the game. See, and that, and that's and that's that's the thing that's keeping me away from saying the most important player for the San Francisco 49ers is Brock Purdy because I don't think he's going to. And the reason I don't, I don't think, so think he, I don't think he's going to is because I don't think Kyle's going to put him in a position to where Brock Purdy's mistakes cost the San Francisco 49ers the game. Mm. Kyle, but you're not dynamic if you don't. If you don't let him be himself. Then it takes away Kittle. It takes away Debo. It takes away Ayuk. But I'd argue him making mistakes isn't himself. Yeah. Him making mistakes would be either either the Cowboys get to him mm-hmm. or he's getting caught up in the moment, which is no no one's going to fault him for that. He wasn't even playing 10 weeks ago. Yeah. And now he's playing in the divisional matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. But I, I, I think Kyle will find a way to, okay, hey, all right, kid, calm down. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And you have been, you have been adamant all week that everything the 49ers do should be built around the run game. Everything should be, and it is. If you can't, that's that. And Christian McCaffrey is the running back, so that's why I put the focal point on him. But it's the running game, right? If Christian McCaffrey runs for 119 like he did last week, Cowboys are losing, and it's it's not really even going to be close because that what you just talked about is what happened. In the wild card game, Brock Purdy was a little shaky, you know, had some nerves, understandably so. And what they do coming out of the out of the half, <laughs> next nine of the next ten plays or run plays, mm-hmm. they ran it down the throat of the Seahawks, got control of that <laughs> game. That settled the game down. It settled Brock down because then Brock start. Brock had and by two the way, completions in the second half. How many times have we seen that exact same strategy with Jimmy Garoppolo under center? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where. Jimmy looks a certain way at a certain time of the game, and 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 Kyle goes, "All right, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to go in a different direction. Yeah. Settle, get get the game in our place, and then we'll get Jimmy Garoppolo going." And the, and the difference between Kyle Shanahan and other coaches, because I think a lot of people say, "I'll oh, establish the run, establish the run." Kyle is committed to establishing the run. 
Like you, he's not what we always talk about in in the NBA. Like, don't overreact to if, if your strategy is uh, we're going to make this team shoot threes. Don't overreact when they hit four out of six to start the game. Mm. Like you stay committed to the game plan. Kyle doesn't overreact to a drive where they didn't run the ball well or two drive. He's going to continue to run the football. He's going to get to you at some point. That's his mentality, and that's it. Them running the ball, it just sets up everything because now he gets deadly in the play action and he gets deadly in the misdirection you get Debo involved and this is when like I said earlier in the week this is when Micah Parsons heads going to be spinning this is when those linebackers heads are going to be spinning because they don't know where the ball is coming they don't know what the, the the direction of the pass all this other stuff the run game Christian McCaffrey is the single most important thing because if he's going the Cowboys I'll say it, I'll say it I don't believe they have a shot if Christian McCaffrey is cooking like he was last weekend. Yeah, but then I'll even point this out. If he's not cooking, you can bring in Elijah Mitchell and give yourself a totally oh, different look. Man. You can go to Devo around the corner. You can even give Ayuk a couple of runs around the corner. Yeah. You know, you have so many different ways just in the in the run game mm-hmm. to beat somebody, and that's what makes that the Niners are like it's one of the more advanced teams you've ever seen. And when you added McCaffrey to it, it just changed everything. It's next level. Yeah, mm-hmm. it made them like the most dangerous team in the league. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't even like I think Mahomes is still the most dangerous player in the league, but the Niners bet- between their defense and between all of these weapons on the offensive end really does make them incredibly dangerous. Uh, let me ask both of you guys a question real quick. You think the Cowboys are getting a little too much hype right now? Number one cuz of the Cowboys, but also after uh beating the Bucks on Monday Night Football. I mean, we we act no. we we act like the Bucks. Well, we don't, but people act like the, 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 Bucks. the Bucks weren't very good. No, no, and, and there was a twin a, a tinge of doubt because people were the the reason there was a tinge of doubt was Brady, and even though the narrative has changed over the last you know five days, six, seven days, whatever it is, that are are are, are the Cowboys going to blow this? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about how cow, how good the Cowboys are? No, you were questioning whether they were going to blow it with a team that won the worst division in the league this year. Um but to answer your question, no. I don't I don't think they're they're being overhyped. I do think this team is very good. Um I don't want to minimize Philadelphia, but I think Dallas is the second best team in 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 the NFC. You've said it all week. I think the winner of this game goes to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. There's one reason though. There's one reason that just keeps giving me pause with with the Dallas Cowboys. And you know I'm big into this. We've talked about this for two and a half years now. I absolutely believe the San Francisco 49ers are better. More talented. As James said, this team is deeper. It's probably the deepest team in the league. But there's a mental aspect to professional sports that I just refuse to overlook. This Dallas Cowboys team was humiliated last year. And I don't care what happened at the end with Dak and Mike McCarthy and how close the game was with Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball over the field. Everyone who watched that game from beginning to end saw that the Dallas Cowboys took their home field scared to death. For whatever reason, Mm -hmm. that team was shook by the San Francisco. You saw it in the play calling. You saw it in the plays. You saw it in the entire first half, and the only thing that shook it was Jimmy Garoppolo opening the door for him. That's the part I can't get over. Dak said it. 
it's eye rolling when teams do this, especially when you do it after the fact. But he said they wanted San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe it, and I don't think this dates back to the to the to the wild card matchups last week. I think this goes back five, six, seven weeks ago, where they saw where they were, they saw where the 49ers were, and they knew we have to shake what we did last year. We have to get over what we did last year. That's a small component of the game, a very small component of the game. But for me, that's the first component of the game. Mm -hmm. You'll see it in their eyes. If they take the field looking like they looked last year with, with, with Debo coming out with a bump box and and, and, and and the whole team grooving out of the locker room and the Dallas Cowboys just walking out like, oh, oh God, what's going on here? Game's over. But that's the first aspect, and that's just the one, that's the one thing about this game that I can't shake. The, the other thing, I think, I think higher of Dak Prescott than both of you do. And I know this wasn't Dak's finest finest year, and I don't believe Dak is on that Kenny Caraway, Russell Wilson decline. Uh, but I think he's a better quarterback than we saw most of this year. I think he's a quarterback closer to what we saw against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than what we saw at any point this season. I think Dak can replicate that performance that he had last week. But I don't know if a single aspect of the Dallas Cowboys offense will be enough. Well, here's here's the thing, though. What you're worried about with, um, you know, somebody looking at, you know, Debo and those guys are ready and the Cowboys looking shook, I can guarantee you that's not going to be the case. The Cowboys are going to have all the bravado in the world yeah. that, oh, that's not going to happen this year. It's not. And, it, and to a certain degree, they're going to be too caught up in what happened last time they played. They're going to be too caught up in that. And, I, we talked about it earlier, earlier in the week. Cowboys are like, no, we ain't the, we ain't the punks no more. We we ready for this. Niners are like, this is, this is what we do. This is what we do. I don't think the Cowboys are ready to beat the team like the 49ers yet. And that's where mm-hmm. I say this thing is is could be a couple years down the road. I don't I think, think I disagree with that. I don't think they're ready to. That doesn't okay. mean they can't. Obviously, they can, but I don't think. Emotionally, they're ready to 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 beat a team like the 49ers. I, and then personnel wise, I just don't think they're physical enough. Per, per, personnel wise, I have far greater concerns about their 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 personnel, which I think the team is loaded. By the way, mm-hmm. I think the Dallas Cowboys are loaded. I think they're but, loaded in certain aspects. They've got a good quarterback, got a good running game. They've got one good receiver. Their offensive line is cool. Their defensive line is cool. After that, they're not loaded no more. You got linebackers. You got your whole secondary that are playmakers, but they're not really physical. Like, I could see Brandon Ayuk just trucking uh, Tavon Diggs all day long in a the, in the blocking game. No. I, in a blocking I, game. I don't think so. You don't want to tackle. You don't want to tackle. How are you going to beat the 49ers when you got guys on that defense that don't want to tackle? Kyle will find you, and he will run right at you. That's what I mean when I say they're not ready personnel-wise to beat the 49ers, in my opinion. I don't know if they're ready or not. Um, all We're going to have to wait and see how they come out and if they're you know in the moment, if they're ready. you know Because you never know. A team can come out and just absolutely thump you when you didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will, like, I, I just keep going back to the fact that the 49ers, like, they don't have one player or two players on defense. They have, like, 11 or 12 you know, and they don't have one or two guys on the offensive side of the ball that can hurt you. 
they've just got so many weapons. And the only team to me in, in the NFC that's even close is Philadelphia. And so, uh, like, Dak Prescott, he has not had great success, like, in the playoffs. He's not been a guy. He's 29 years old. He's not a young quarterback. And he's got – he's 2-5. and five. Yeah, 29 is – But he's 2-3 and three for his career in the playoffs, and one of those wins came last week. So, basically, in his entire career, which is like eight seasons, seven seasons – He's got one more win than Brock Purdy, and you know that's it. So I I have more faith in the the team that's built around where it won't come down to one player. And I think with Dallas, it might come down to one player, whether he he's able to step up and make the plays. And I don't think that that's a problem the Forty ers have. Mm. So maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you know, I, but the Forty ers are physical. They've got the the linebacking core is just amazing. I mean, I, those guys. I, the defense, the whole defense is incredible. Niners yeah. won 34-24. I say 31-21. I think that was my prediction. Oh, look at your little 10-point wins. Aren't you too cute? <laughs> uh, we'll come back. To, we'll, 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 we'll talk more football. We'll look at the other divisional rounds. We'll get back into the Kings. James Ham is here. Trista Crick, top of the hour here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. <laughs> Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. That's good stuff. Trista Crick going to join us uh, here at the top of the two o'clock hour. We got Bet MGM tonight coming up uh, following the show at four o'clock. Just a quick look at these pro football focus rankings. They're all so close. <laughs> it's 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 the fifth ranked overall team in the Dallas Cowboys versus the third overall ranked team in in the San Francisco 49ers. The big discrepancy is it's the 13th-ranked defense versus the third, uh, the nine-ranked offense versus the fifth. Um, Who's the nine, The Cowboys are the fifth-ranked offense? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers oh, okay. are, the, are, the, are the power rank uh, fifth offense. This is, again, the pro football focus stats. PFF. This is, this is the nerdy Will Z stuff. This is, Will Z would love this stuff over on uh, Pro Football Focus. PFF don't match my eyes sometimes. PFF <laughs> is really, it's just really in-depth. And sometimes, okay, like what does this stat mean? And like how? Because of what you just said. It doesn't match. I remember I talked to one of their reps one time about getting like their media pack. <laughs> Chuck was like $5,000 a month. I was like, buddy. I was like, I'm good. I barely understand the stats you put up on on, on the $20 page, much less the $5,000 a month page. I, I barely understand the tweets you make. <laughs> right? We do have breaking news. Oh. Uh, Demonis Sabonis, Alex Len, and Matthew Delavadova will all be available this evening. There we go. There Terrence we go. Davis will not. Oh, so. okay. TD, get well soon. Yeah. It, 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 Terrence Davis DMP CD uh, last week, in, in, or not last week uh, on Wednesday last game. Do you think? So, and I say that only because it's it's not like you're oh who's going to fill in for for Terrence Davis, but we were uh, speculating earlier, given how dynamic Oklahoma City can be. Josh Giddy, obviously Shea Gildress Alexander. Uh, is it KZ Akpala time for 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 Mike Brown? Yeah, I mean, Casey could could be a player that you see tonight. I mean, we're gonna have to. How do you match up? Like, you're gonna have to see how it is early. This is this is an intriguing OKC team. They just play really hard. Yeah, you know, yep. like I think that the culture that they've built is like. Uh, while I I think that they have done some damage, like building a losing culture 
in order to get better players and to get high draft picks. Um, at the same time, like they have a way of playing hard and mm-hmm. like you've got to come in with a mindset that you're going for 48. Like this is going to be a 48 minute battle. And I kind of look at like the way that Memphis has built their organization. Like, you know, it's going to be physical. They're, they're going to make you work and nothing will come easy. And if you think you got them, you're up 12 with eight minutes left. You better play it out. You better keep going. You better not rest because they'll get you. And right now, I mean, they're playing extremely well. Yeah. I look at I look at this situation here with Sabonis, Sabonis being able to play, man, and I think that's a big plus. Obviously, because he's Demontis Sabonis, but the thing we talked about a lot today is the rebounding and what the Kings may be able to do in the paint against. I don't know. Can we call him an undersized Thunder team? I don't know if we can call him undersized, but they're just kind of soft in the middle. That's oh, light in the shorts, light in the light in the pants. James, light in the, the pants, shorts. light in the shorts. There we go. <laughs> so now they got to deal with Demontis Sabonis. Uh, one of the the biggest wrecking balls in the in the in the league, and I just think that bodes well for what the Kings want to do. Uh, yeah, and I think what Deer and Fox said is that they this is a team that fights really hard to avoid. Uh, like they they face up guys like Sabonis, they throw different looks at you mm-hmm. to try to limit Sabonis's ability to get to the the key. Their thought process is don't let him get the ball. Like, they try to limit his touches, a player like this. So we'll have to see if they can hang with him. I mean, Sabonis has been a guy that, like, if you're not, like, a a good 265, 270-pound, like, ground-based physical center, he's not going to have a problem with you. Like, he's just going to go right through you. Mm -hmm. That's what he's done all season long. And, I mean, and I think he's a little extra motivated after missing a game. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not a guy that, that likes to miss games and, um, you know, he might even be coming back. You know, you give a guy like this a couple of days off, and while he's sick, that doesn't mean he's not his body's not resting up, um, and he's going to come back motivated. So, yeah, it should be a, an interesting game this evening. Something just dawned on me that puts the potential end of the season double double streak now at fifty nine mm. instead of sixty because oh. uh, the streak did not end. He did not play, so it does not count. Uh, we're going for number twenty one tonight. Uh, two. Someone asked this in the chat on 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 Thursday, and I actually thought it was a fair question. So what now with Rashawn? Mm-hmm. Rashawn has that big performance, double double, you know, emotional in the you know the or at least that's how I took it. I know he was he Tired. was gassed. <laughs> I think my guy was a little yeah, bit emotional. Emotion I, I think he acknowledged that too. He said, yeah. "I'm getting I'm getting emotional right now," um, or I mean, some would even say. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That was, that was a big moment for Rashawn. But, like, what now? I thought the the post game with him was so in- intriguing because it was twice, although one of them was, like, uh, 20 seconds. I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, I know what's going on. They, there aren't people asking questions. But um, I thought Rashawn, he's so raw and honest about it. Like, he understands that, he's not Domana Sabonis and that no one else in the league is Domana Sabonis. And it's so difficult to replace that. And I think he fully understands like, look, it, it's not about me being a bad player. It's about the team has just gone a different direction, not only with my position, but with the style of play. And I don't play that style. 
And like the best thing to happen for everyone would be for him to go play for a team that, you know, has that, that like really plays a pick and roll style and really embraces that. Uh, what that means for him right now, though, I, I don't know. Like, I, I talk to Rashawn, like, all the time. I don't have long conversations with him. I've actually even had a conversation with him and said, hey, you know, we don't bug you, like, in the locker room when you're here, or I don't bug you when you're in the locker room. Is very specific. Like, you're not playing, and I don't want to, like, sit here and, and mess with you mm-hmm. about the fact you're not playing. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll figure that side out, and then if we come back to the situation where you're playing a bunch and – we're interviewing you a bunch, you know, our like discussions will change, but you know, and he's like very respectful. We have a very good like back and forth. Um, and you know, I, I think it's a good moment for him, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think it means anything different. Hmm. Like it's very possible because this is a team that has a bunch of shooting, like power forwards and stuff that you're going to see a very similar situation that we saw a couple of games ago where Chimezi Metu is playing those minutes and Metu's played big, you know, over the last week, he's had some moments. I think Rashawn is just in an unfortunate situation, but I think the one good thing for the Kings is that he showed everybody that he can still be Rashawn Holmes in the right setting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if you're interested in him, you're not questioning whether A, he's healthy or whether B, like he's lost his fastball. You're now realizing that he's still the same player. It's just that's not who the Kings are anymore, and it's unfortunate for Rashawn. Yeah, I, I do think... Not that I wanted this, but I'd love for Rashawn to play. Like I, I like seeing him. I like for him to do well, but that's not the reality of the situation. I think that was a bit of a one-off. Not his performance, but his opportunity his to play. Yeah, that was thirty minutes. Yeah, like I don't. I think it goes back, like James said, to maybe Metsu getting that first call off the bench, and, um, and Sabonis playing the majority of the minutes. It's not unprecedented either. Like Terrence went for twenty-two. In the second game, he started. Mm-hmm. I think he played four minutes against San Antonio, yeah. and then didn't play on on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah I told so you guys nice. this in the beginning of the season. Casey Agpala could go from the starter to not playing at all for a long stretch. Yeah, like it's just that's the dynamic of how this whole thing works. And like again, I feel for Rashawn, and and like I've had conversations around the league, and like if the Kings can find Rashawn Holmes, think uh, Alex Len, even Terrence Davis a home here at the deadline. They will, especially if they can make their team better. Like those guys are like about as like they're. It's not like they're actively shopping them, but they are like if you're going to call the Sacramento Kings or if the Sacramento Kings are going to call you, part of the package will likely include some of those players. We never did go back to Serge, <laughs> Serge, <laughs> yeah, Serge Ibaka. Change the name to Ibaka. Like, has he played? I haven't looked at his stats. I mean, I got to be honest. Like when I do my research on a guy who's on the East in an Eastern Conference team, like when we get to the point where he's actually going to play or not, hmm. and I, I just don't, I don't know. He hasn't been around the team. He's only played 16 games this season. He's only played like 170 minutes. Um, you know, like I think Serge Ibaka was. We all thought he was washed up like five years ago, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. He came like when people say, "Oh, look, it's Serge Ibaka." You're thinking, "Okay, he's 33 years old." That's what I thought five years ago, and then you look and you're like, "Wait, he's not even 28 yet? Like, what in the world happened?" And then he had a resurgence, and you're like, "Oh, okay, he's back. He whatever it was, whether it's physical or whatever, he he's worked himself back." But at this point, they're just players that to me I think fit better, and 
Um, He's a role player and a screen setter, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Role player and a screen setter. You're yeah. listening to uh, D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, KRXQHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, driven by Lashers, Elk Grove Dodge, always live on the free Odyssey hey. app. Trista Crick, Bet MGM tonight, which can be heard uh, on ESPN 1320 following D'Lo and KC today. Tristo, what's good? That's a good look. Thanks. I come on right after y'all. That's oh, yeah. great. Oh, yeah. That's the way it should be. Sacramento needed more Tristo Crick. Absolutely. I need more Sacramento, let's be honest. <laughs> I, and I, I do have to point out the uncomfortable. Sacramento has not lost since you left. Well, yeah, that is true. Maybe that's what I needed. It was a little slump buster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Oh man! Well, thank you, Mark Grace, for adding that to our vernacular. <laughs> uh, yeah, Trista came in and 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 threw Clear out the cobwebs the... out. Yeah, cobwebs out. <laughs> hey, oh! The storm came. I came. Boss, 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 boss. Let's start again. Let's start this over again. Let's start this over again. <laughs> It's on you, buddy. Hi, Trista. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, James, about Alperin Shengu. Is he gettable? I don't think he is. I think that they're going to build that team around him. Uh, he's a guy, like, again, you're looking at uh, Sabonis Light or, or very young Sabonis. And if you could go out and get him, I mean, it's going to cost you first-round picks. I just don't think that Houston's going to do it. And even I don't think he can play alongside Sabonis. You know, who, who, you were thinking about Singoon for the Kings. Yeah, as a backup. He's a starter in this league. I, he's a starter, but like that would be a nice little like. Yeah, you know, really good. he's yeah. good. I'm just thinking about other types of players that fit that well, mode. Let me know? let me ask you a question, Tristan. What would you say? And we'll find out in just a second, I guess. What would you say <laughs> if I said I don't think the Kings need to do anything? I like their roster. Yeah, they got holes. Yeah, I, I'm not saying they're a perfect team. But the combination of, like, who would be available compared with who you could get compared with the minutes they would take away. Like, for instance, like if, if you go and get Mason Plumley, he may be taking away Trey Lyle's minutes. Is Mason Plumley that much better than Trey Lyle's? Like, what, what would you say if I said they don't need to make no moves? I look at me. Do you think that I am in, in alignment with that? You're <laughs> you're just drinking that post coital pie of all of that those <laughs> Kings wins. You know what I mean? Like you're just still rocking with that. You're in snuggle mode. You know, you and the Kings are spooning. Hey man, I'm, t- I'm telling you. But I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm saying. So if you get Mason Plumley, and he does he does a good job on the on the defensive end. What is he doing for you on the offensive end? He's passing. Mm. He's passing. That's what he does. He doesn't finish and he can't make free throws. You think he plays well? You think he plays well with Malik Monk? I don't know yet. I don't think he does. I don't know. I think you need a pick and pop. What I would say is that just two weeks ago, we were discussing, I was in studio. James Ham was in studio. You two, of course, mm. always in studio. And we were talking about all the role players that are just not good enough. And somehow, all of a sudden, just two weeks I, of love, Kenny, and you're like uh, on. Uh, 
No. On the train, back no, on the no. like, we don't need to make no moves that, train. That, that's not true. I wasn't talking about the role players who were good enough. I told them what they needed to do, James. I was talking about it for a week and a half. Mike Brown, stop playing and, and stop with this uh, Kata and Holmes and all this other stuff. You were at your best when you had Metsu out there and you were uh, explosive from like 1 to 10. And you need to Let get back to this. doing Let that. He did Let that. They this. went to work. <laughs> Can we see this version of Rashawn Holmes again? Like, is this the is this Rashawn Holmes unlocked? Will we see him back energized like this? Or was this a one-off? Because he was starting. But, but I, I think that's the thing that we like when? When would you see it? Yeah. Because he doesn't. played 30 minutes against the Lakers and like he's not gonna play 30 minutes. Nope, he's not. Maybe you should move him while his while people see what he can do. Yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately for him, uh, he's just never going to get that opportunity unless Sabonis is out. And I think what he showed is that, like, look, if you do lose Sabonis for any length of time, he can step in and be that guy that at least makes your offense run and stuff. But we talked about the Kings. Like, didn't they just rattle off five games in a row where they scored 132 or more? Yes. Okay, and then what happened the next game when Rashawn Holmes was in the starting lineup. And and I'm not putting it on Rashawn. It's just the way that this team works. I mean, everything goes through Sabonis. And if you take away that option and you, you add a player like Holmes, he just doesn't have the same capabilities of passing cap- capabilities of Sabonis. And so, I, I mean, I thought maybe you can be a little bit better defensively in certain situations, especially if Holmes is really locked in on the pick and roll coverage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you just can't run the same type of offense without without uh, Sabonis on the court. Yeah, but it's exciting. I, I took I put this on Twitter. As you guys know, I was one of the first on the division leader train. That's facts. Mm-hmm. That's facts. I gave it out at sixty six to one, didn't play it with my own money until literally twenty four hours later when it went from sixty six to one to forty five to one. <laughs> And now the Kings are the leaders in the clubhouse. That's to win crazy. That that's nuts. Plus 150 to win. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah, you're like, you want to cash out on this or not? No. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't. You sure? I'm sure. I'm sure. Who, My who? little Bet gets me seven hundred bucks, I am sure. Wow. Let me let me ask you this. Who's, gamble more. who's the best bet to upset that bet? No pun intended. It's got to be. It's got to be the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. You guys think they turn it around like that? No. Like that? No. Do you do you think your Dubs? uh, Do you think they 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 are a play-in team or a playoff team? It just is feeling like the losses are mounting to the point where you just they're just the villain in a horror film. Right. Like they are dead. They're on the ground. You try to step over them. You don't put that extra bullet in them and you step over and then they pull you down. And now they're still alive. Like that's the dubs. That's them. You know, so as long as they have as long as they're not eliminated mathematically, then I am going to continue what has been my new philosophy, which is that the dubs will be fine. They may be a nine seed. But eventually they will get into the playoffs as, you know, an eight or a seven seed. Mm-hmm. And then they'll play Denver. I mean, God, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, can you see it? They played Denver. Something happens to Michael Porter. 
and they, they beat Denver in six. And now they've got the one seed path. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Their their issue with with me is for whatever reason. Well, I know what the reason is. They don't play defense, but they can't win on the road. They are incapable of winning road games at the very least, like consecutively. Like, would they go on a a, a run of winning four straight road games? I highly doubt it. Like, they're always you see, though, losses there. You do see though that when they want to turn up the defense, it is stifling. It's it's perilous to the opponents. All of a sudden, you see a 20-point lead diminish, and now the Warriors are up too. Like, they're not finishing the job right now, but down fourth quarter stretches, you're seeing playoff intensity. And when the playoffs come, that's when you're going to get playoff intensity at all times, or at least most of the time. So, yeah, I think that they are still flawed, but at the end of the day, capable of, of playing elite defense to get out into transition. Steph gets out shoots a couple of 30-foot threes, does his little poo-poo dance that he does, does his little night-night dance, and now you are morally dejected. And it's time I, for you to go home. I'll say this, and maybe this is a contradictory. I do think they get in the top six, though. Do you? You yeah. think Golden State gets in the top six? Because mm-hmm. I think Dallas is going to fall out, and I think Utah is going to fall out. I think the Kings, like their objective right now, whatever you do between now and February 9th, you have to do enough to be in the top six. Because yeah. if you're not and you're looking at the potential for Golden State, for Phoenix, for Minnesota, for uh, even the Lakers to be in the play-in tournament with you, I, just one-game one matchups when you haven't been there before and everyone else has, that's not comfortable. You need to be a six seed so you don't have to worry about the play-in if you're the Sacramento Kings. I agree. What do you think, Damian? What do you think they uh... – where, where do you stand? Obviously, Kenny's in the camp of do nothing. <laughs> I didn't know. Let me clarify. <laughs> he says nothing. Do nothing. I said, I do, said do they need to do something? I don't think they need to do anything. If they if they end up making moves, cool. Like that's I'm all for that. But I think a lot of people are like, no, they need to do something to solidify uh, themselves. And, and I don't that's think they the, need to do anything. That's the yeah. weird thing, though. I don't think uh, 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 there's a – I don't think you make a move to make a move. Like, what's the move that makes this team better? And most importantly, I'm not interested in trading Harrison Barnes. I think that's what it really boils down to. I have zero interest in trading Harrison Barnes. So if there's something out there that you could do, as much as I love Rashawn Holmes, that involves Rashawn, that that, that involves uh, Alex Lynn or even our guy Terrence Davis, like, yo, you do you do what's best for the team. But I don't know what that is. Like, Mason, like what, what, what you suggested was going, that, that ain't, that, 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 Houston isn't going to do that. So you're talking like yeah. the Mason Plumleys or the Serge Ibaka's. Do you, I, I mean, I guess you could try and see if it helps, but if it doesn't, all right, probably no big deal that it didn't, and you're just hoping that it does. But I have been unable to define what worked. Like, what's what's the change? Everyone says backup center. Great. Who? Mason Plumley? That's the guy? Okay. <laughs> All right, like if you're if 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 you're really convinced that Mason Plumlee is going to be the the fortunes that set this Kings uh, team moving forward, and then what are we talking about? Are we talking about the sixth seed? Is that because because part of me does feel like this team's good enough to be a top six seed for the rest of the season? Yes, but if we're talking about more, I, I don't I don't know I don't know what that move is. If you're talking about winning playoff series and knocking off. 
you know, I think you could beat Dallas or Utah, one of those teams below you. But if you're talking about building out something longer this year, I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's tough. Backup centers hard to come by. A lot of them just kind of janitor types. <laughs> the ones that are pretty good are starting. So. The Kings have five centers, and they're they still. I, I don't think they have the the right one. Yeah. Be, behind Sabonis, so four behind. You don't think Metu can be the right one? Maybe, but like I, I'm not convinced. And, and even if so, Alex Len and and Chimezi Metu both are re- unrestricted free agents at the end of the year. Like, like, are you banking on them to be something that changes? I mean, we watched Damian Jones here last year, and I, I thought Damian Jones probably would fit better with this team right now. And is I mean, he still with the Lakers? Yeah, and don't get no burn. Yeah, I, I'm confused by that. Yeah. Boy, and didn't Thomas Bryant look like uh, not like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> like Thomas Wilt Abdul-Jabbar Jokic Bryant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What exactly happened there? Like, hey, I guess that's why. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, that was the first that came to mind. I was like, I got a guy. I just, I just saw him. He was motivated by Trista being in the building, I and guess. he found out Trista wasn't at the Staples Center. He said, "The hell with this or crypto or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called." Yeah, it's 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 crazy, but I'm excited for you guys. I really am. You guys, it's us. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's us, but it's you know, it's I, I'm excited with the rising tides lifts all ships. You know, everything in Sacramento is going up. All right. Yeah. Did you see that Sacramento is, uh, according to Forbes, the number one place to live in California? Yep. No, that's not true. That's what Forbes said. I'm just telling. I'm what? I'm a broadcast journalist. Thank you. That's all I'm doing. That's right. Forbes said it. Number she's, one place. She's looking it up. Pound so. for pound, by the way. When you talk about pound, pound for pound, like yeah, you can live in L.A., you can live in San Francisco, but you'd be living in a shack probably. Mm-hmm. All right. You can come to South. Wow, South wow. Number one. In, uh, wow. Yeah. 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 Tell you. There's that was before the rain. Not in order though. It could have just been. You know, like one is Sacramento, but it's like not in order. You know, and they're like my top five guards in the NBA no. not ordered. No. You know? no, we need. I just think we need to get you out here when bomb cyclones aren't happening Man, and there aren't trees in the middle of the street and and all of that weird stuff. We almost got blown across the road. Yes, we we, we like, almost lost Trista uh, in Doco. <laughs> we're like gonna cross the street, and all of a sudden the gust of wind, like oh my gosh. We're all oh like my God, we're losing Trista. Oh, everybody hold on. We got, we got to lock arms and make sure save, we don't lose save anybody. Save Trista. Yeah. Save we Trista. guys have not even discussed the fact that we are going mono e mono in the NFL this weekend. Who's we? My Cowboys and your Niners. The hell are you talking You're about, You're a Trista? Cowboy fan? Oh, you guys oh, didn't know? That's no. stunning. What the hell are you talking about, Trista? Wow. You guys didn't know? You didn't know? Hold we, up. We news. know boys. Is that what? Wow. We got a twist. Wow. This is a twist. A lot twist. I don't like that. I don't like that, dog. Mm-mm. I don't like that. How long have you been a Cowboys fan and why? Since, since the early 90s. Wow. So, okay, I LeBron. mean, obviously a dominant period. <laughs> Le- Le- LeBron Crick here. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Are you a Yankees fan too? Yeah. No. Uh, Astros. She likes the Astros. So here's the W F A N. Here's the background. Sister is ten year nine years older, was dating a guy from Texarkana. Oh God. 
And yeah, total scumbag. She was with him at, you know, 16, 17, got back with him at like 36. So he's bad. bad no, yeah, bad dude. Mm. But he was a huge Cowboys fan. And she sort of hopped on his bandwagon. Hmm. And like, because I wanted to hang out with her on NFL Sundays, I kind of hopped on that bandwagon. Unreal. And there was success happening. And so the success was easy to sort of be, um, I don't know, enticed and intoxicated by. Mm-hmm. And, and Seahawks, we just really don't mess with Seattle. And I guess I could have been a Niners fan. It would have probably been better for the show. Since no, I'm like is, right in between those two. This this is fine. No, this is fine. How do you feel about Sunday? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those things where Brock Purdy hasn't seen a defense like this yet. He played Commanders without Chase Young. Chase Arizona. Young played. Chase Young played. Did he? He was balling. He was a problem in that game too. Okay, so Chase Young did play. Mm. My mistake. Uh, Seattle twice, Arizona twice. I think twice. that was literally his first game. No, it was his first I couldn't game. Really, yeah. I think that was yeah. literally his first game. His first game he was, and season. he was nice. Still, he was a problem. Was he? Yeah. So I think Micah Parsons is going to be a problem for Brock Purdy. I'm curious about the run game. I'm going to take Zeke unders. I think Nick Bosa mm-hmm. is going to be all over him. So 34 and a half, I think, is his prop. So I'm going to take the under on that. I think Dak Prescott's going to be able to get the ball to Michael Gallup, though, on the outside quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a shootout. I really do. I hope it really? is. I do. Wow. Do they have enough weapons? Who? Dallas? Yeah. I mean, I clearly the, the Niners have enough weapons. Oh. <laughs> you say who? Dallas? Y- yeah. <laughs> then, <laughs> he said that he was about to give me the B word. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> That's the only, only possible outcome in that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, you know, when... When you got guys like Dalton Schultz and Dalton like Schultz, he's, a good ball he's he's okay. He's like a guy. He's not an elite <laughs> tight end, and he's getting eight, nine catches. That's wild. I don't think you know. I don't think it's going to be that case this weekend because the Niners have a better defense on tight ends than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do. <clears throat> but that kind of concerns me when he's like Dak's number one option. Right, mm. had ninety something yards on nine, I think nine receptions. Mm. Michael Gallup is going to have to really get busy. His his passing or his receiving yard prop is thirty five. So Vegas is not confident. Mm. Um, oh, I would Lamb, take that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. CD Lamb, uh, you know, I think he can be the guy, but no, I don't know necessarily if there's enough weapons. I think what you're hoping for is is a Dallas relies on Dak and Dak does a better job than Brock Purdy. Really, that's what you're hoping. Where do you stand on Dak? I think I mean you saw what he can do when mm-hmm. the game plan looks good, right? When their defense is playing well, they're not putting them in bad situations. Um when, you know, they're able to get the ball to their receivers. And like, listen, they didn't run the ball particularly well. But it's he he's a pretty quarterback. Like watching him play and cook, I enjoy. Uh, I don't think he's the same, obviously, as Pat Mahomes. I don't put him on the level of Josh Allen. But he can do a lot of the same dual quarterback stuff. I would say when he's at his best, outside of Brady and Rodgers, because I don't put him in that list anymore. I think they're just kaput. I think he's, like, just outside the top five, like seven. Hmm. 
See, I, I think, think he's, like he, I think he's, he's talented. I, I just don't trust him. Like he does some head scratching things sometimes. And I think I just, I, I just don't, I don't trust him. That's the best way I could put it. I, I, I never trust Dak Prescott. I think he's talented, but I don't know if he's always the best decision maker. Like mm. when it's really, when it's really time to make plays. Yeah, we've never seen him really do it in the playoffs. We've seen him do it in the regular season before. He had an incredible drive that he put the team on his back against the Giants. That's the one that they put over the Post Malone, like Post Malone had the the video that he had. I think that's what he was talking about, right? Um, well, don't forget yeah. about don't forget about that Packers game. He was phenomenal in the Packers yeah. game before Aaron Rodgers threw good in the second half. one of the most ridiculous completions I've ever seen in my life and they lose that playoff game yeah Yeah. I think he's maligned I think think that was rookie Dak yeah I think Dak is maligned like I think he's sort of been hated on because he's playing for America's team if he was playing for another team I think I mean look how Brock Purdy's been embraced you know it's not like Dak was a first round pick you know? Yeah, I mean, the closer you get to Jerry Jones, the more you stink. <laughs> and he got a little too close to Jerry for a little while, and it was like, hey, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, and, like, there was some real, like, if we want to talk about off the field, there are some real mm-hmm. wishy-washy, maybe take a stand There's some strong something. get-out vibes. There, there's <laughs> some strong sunken zone Correct. stuff there from Dak. Correct. And someday, because you guys know I have all the stories. Oh, I have yeah, that's facts. Good gracious. That's right. I have an incredible Dak Prescott story. <laughs> oh, in, man. Incredible. Oh, like, that's not a tease. for the chatty house, just for y'all. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm calling after the show to get that story. <laughs> we y'all might need a group text. Y'all going to be wondering why Trista's not on BetQL for 20 minutes is because I'm getting that story. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Trista, I say – this game and this this I understand it sounds highly disrespectful uh, to those guys in Philadelphia. I said winner. This game goes to the Super Bowl. It's Am even just, more disrespectful to the guys in New York. <laughs> well, yeah, those guys too. Well, I say, Who's I say, that? I say, uh, I say, Niners and Cowboys is is uh, the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. What you? Think I think so that? too. I think if Dallas can get past, and it's like a Dak revenge tour kind of a thing, right? You get past Tampa. You had never beaten him. You thought that, like, okay, Dak says to Tom, I'll see you in the playoffs. He didn't. Now he sees him this year. It was a lot better than I thought that game was going to go. I was very nervous. It was a stomp the yard kind of game. Now this this Niners game is is hopefully not, not to, like, say it's going to be a make or break thing, but hopefully it's to atone from how bad last year's was, right? Mm. Like, so many penalties, false starts holding penalties now no Jason Peters so I'm a little concerned that it's a rookie in the offensive line going up against Nick Bosa so if they can beat the Niners after being Tampa Bay going up against a divisional rival whoever it may be I think that's a really good spot for Dallas to be in Arizona representing the NFC or Niners if they win what's your pick what's your Super Bowl pick do you have one I took so we were do, just doing that last night. I didn't do – it was Bills, mm. Niners. I don't mm. trust the Bills. That would be fun. I think the Bills yeah, are like, a little a little reckless. Josh Allen, I guess, is who I'm talking about. They're a little all reckless. All of the AFC teams are reckless. Yeah, I, I still think Kansas City is, is the best. 
Cincinnati you is really solid. Mahomes can be reckless. No, he can be. Yeah. Uh, he can't. You be. don't think those behind the back passes are a little unsafe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're unsafe, but they usually land in well, a receiver's it, hands for I, forty yards. I, I like you don't think it's a little odd he passes underneath someone's armpit <laughs> as like going down? Well, you know that I guess the most, most stable uh, of the four would probably be Cincinnati, but they got all those offensive line issues. Yeah. So. Did I tell you guys I'm going to that game? What? No. You're going yeah, to the Buffalo game. Out. I'm flying out tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning, and then nice. going to the game. Yeah, I'm pumped. What's the pumped. What's the forecast? Is it gonna be snowing or is it good? Or thirty five, cloudy, not maybe slow snow. Forty percent chance of snow. I've never been to Buffalo. You're so gonna I'm jump excited. into a, a table? I hope so. Please no, don't. No, please don't. don't. don't please do don't. It. What? Do not jump through a table. <laughs> or be thrown through a table. Or do anything involving a table. A table that's on fire. Don't. You know, they <laughs> and if you do, at least tag us. But just don't. Just yeah. stay away from the mafia. Good people. Oh, what's his name? Texted me, the mafia guy. He said, hey, I saw. I listened to the podcast. Uh, you're, a, you're pretty close to spot on. See you soon. Oh, no. No, don't see me. Don't. <laughs> Don't see me. <laughs> Yo, see you soon. He said pretty close to spot on. Don't see me. I don't I don't he see did. nothing. I don't see goes, nothing. You had us cracking up with all of that. And I was like, I hope so. <laughs> Got a text from the mafia guys, a sentence you don't hear a lot. Nope. <laughs> don't hear that a lot. Like, remember when you told those guys I was mobbed up with three different mobs? Yep, pretty close. Yeah. See you soon. Oh, <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, man. Uh, nah. Oh, boy. Sorry. Well, Cowboys plus four. Take thanks it. for listening, Mob. I'm Mafia going guys. Niners minus four. I think it's a 10 point, 10 to 14 point win. Oh, I hope not. I'll Can be, I? I'll be texting. Bro, you really no sold my jacket for 25 minutes, and I'm a little bit in my feelings about it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it when I was in the waiting room. That was when the reaction, I don't know if you saw the reaction that I have. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> diamond, like a diamond. You're looking like uh, like a Rihanna backup dancer. I could do that. Are you ready for halftime? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. preparing. You guys see that um, Stephen oh, A. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. got caught up in the, re- I was thinking about you, Damien. Like just the real, cause we were talking about you interviewing her and I was like, man, it's the only thing worse than getting caught in the beehive is getting caught in Riri's gang. The Navy, Whoa. the Navy don't play. It's just like, it had nothing to like, what are you doing? Like, what does Beyonce even have to do with the conversation? Like, that's not the question. Mm. Rihanna's performing hey. at halftime. The question was, are you excited? And you took a moment to like trash her. Like, bro, don't mm. do that. That's, that's, that's weak. It's weak. super weak. And he does this. And I don't know if you guys saw my tweet, but it's like in a formula. It's like long preface preamble, right? Like Rihanna, blah, blah, blah. This is not going to go how you think it's going to go. And I'm going to talk about that. And I'll and then insert bunch of commentary and compliments about Rihanna, right? Or about insert random person that he's about to throw astray at. And, oh, yeah, great, great talent, Rihanna. Love her. She's an incredible performer. Loved all of her songs. And then insert a congratulatory piece that makes no sense. Also, new mom, Rihanna, baby mama. <laughs> love that about her. And then insert, with all that being said, and I get all that, uh, then you insult her. 
I don't know much. if he thought it was going to get a pop from all those women or what, but they the second he said but, they booed his ass. They're like, I, I still hadn't even seen the clip. Wait. They were like, you th- 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 that whole crowd was like, you better watch what you say next. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 but wait, 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 let me tell you, let me, let me tell you, no one's a Beyonce. Oh, I don't know what it was. A it was one of them. Like the view or it was something like that. I don't think it was the view, but it was something the talk, like the view. The talk isn't on anymore. He didn't know. say it like during an appearance on a soap opera. He didn't say it during an appearance no. on a soap opera. No, he did not. Hmm. He's uh, around, just pushing the book. He's just going from hey, lady spot to lady spot. Don't, don't, don't go through a table this weekend. Okay. I'll try. I'll try not to. I hey, bu- Buffalo, Buffalo's your people. Like, they know you, right? So are they like, yeah. are they ready for you to come up? Like, are they like, hey, ready. we got They're you? They're ready. They're finding me some Buffalo wing spots. So okay. wing spots, that's, they do well. Sure, I hear That sure ain't that. no flat stick. Flat stick pub. I mean, you know I mean? No, I mean, nothing is, really. That <laughs> place, is, place is hot, you know what I mean? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> that place is hot. Uh, we love you so much. More Trista Crick coming up uh, immediately following our show uh, at 4 o'clock. And we'll be back with more D-Lo KC, James Ham here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. You want a good laugh? YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. Trying to figure out what bread company's racist. That's what trying to figure out. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny saw he went and got a snack, and a whole conversation, a whole conversation went south. <laughs> My goodness, we got Trista's thoughts. Um, I'm assuming everybody's got Philly. Everybody's got Philly. Okay, yep, I got Philly. Cincy yeah. and Buffalo. I got Cincinnati. I okay. I think I picked Cincinnati too. I, I don't know why, but I, I'm kind of... The Bills are just a little erratic, man. They are all over the place, but Josh Allen's fun. He's I, fun. He's good. Yeah. He's yeah. really good, but he, he's... I said it earlier in the week, he's got a... On the field, he's got a little Brett Favre, Brett, Brett Favre in him. Yeah. And that's a gift and a curse sometimes. I was really slow to get behind Cincinnati. Really, really slow. You were. I don't even think it's happened yet. I mean, I respect it. I mean, Cincinnati's a good football team. It's just yeah. like I, I, I kind of kept them at like arm's distance the whole the whole season. Mm. And I'm going to keep doing that. I think I'm going to go with Buffalo. That's a close game. I, the I only – I mean, the the Giants over Philly, is that a huge upset? To me, it is. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to figure – I mean, Jacksonville over Kansas City would be – that's massive, mm-hmm. but I I, yeah. I I mean Giants over Philly is a it's it's a I guess that's a pretty big upset too, um, and I assume everyone's going Kansas City. Yeah, You're going Kansas City instead I, of my Jackson guy. Jacksonville's a little intri- intriguing though. They are a little intriguing. Yeah, don't go down twenty seven zero. We'll start that. there, and there's it could be that. you know I'd be I'd be curious to see what they could do. Yeah. I think people have just forgotten how good Kansas City is. I, it, it, yeah, they're 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 the like the LeBron. Of teams, people are bored. Like, oh, Kansas City's good. Okay, we'll, You're we'll, bored we'll with see. The pa- most we'll, exciting team in the league. Yeah, we'll see Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. It's all that matters is is Kansas City going to win the Super Bowl. It's all it really boils down to. What they do during the regular, it's the coach of the year conversation again. It's fourteen and three. 
No one's mentioned Andy Reid has won one coach of the year in 20 years. And it, or mm-hmm. Not in 20 years. He won it 20 years ago. He's won one his entire career. That's crazy. You just expect him to. So I'm going to flip this a little bit. To be there. The Chiefs got to win this year. This year. Because we're talking about how go- I mean, well, it's starting to look a little funny if you don't. I don't because they strip because it down. The, the well, the conversation that we're having, we've mm. been having for like four years, and I'm not trying to Gilbert Arenas this whole thing. Yeah, you got you a Super Bowl, but we're like, oh, wow, we're, but you we're are there, Gilbert and Arenas in this. Well, joint. we're sitting in a situation where you've lost. If if they lost this year, that would be three. <clears throat> Home playoff games you've lost in this stretch with the best mm. quarterback in the game. You lost in the Super Bowl. You got destroyed in the Super Bowl. And then you got one. Like, I don't want to say – I think the 49ers gave it away, but sure, just of say course. the, say the Chiefs you won it. Sure. You, you got your one. Okay. But in five years, you can only get that one when we're having – like the conversation you guys just had is the same one we've had for five years now. And but you, and you but, come but away, that hasn't changed. Like they're still, but uh, but but they've they've been that good though. Like, the, yeah, they they've been. I'll, the point is, they've been good enough to come away with more than one Super Bowl. Okay, <laughs> if they lose this year, if they lose this year, we're talking about five years where you only came away out of that with one Super Bowl. I'd feel a little disappointed. If I was a Chiefs fan, I'd feel a little disappointed. Okay, I. I I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't measure like I'm not, I'm not doing the thing where I'm measuring like championships, like, and that's the level of like their greatness. Like Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game, whether they win the Super Bowl this year or not. Mm-hmm. There's no one better uh, than him. But there, but there is. I, I mean, no, he's great. It's not person like it's like oh, you only won one Super Bowl, so you're not that good. But there are like levels to like the greatness. Like there's a reason why the Rams aren't the greatest show on turf isn't talked about the same way the Niners are. Because they had an opportunity to win like two or three, and they got one. Well, I'd say it's even the reason why Tom Brady is talked about in such reverence, and and even Peyton Manning, but Drew Brees through first, Mm -hmm. like he was the third best quarterback in the league for decades. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was incredible, but he only won one. Mm -hmm. And so he never really got to that the props, but... But that's the thing, though, too. He's He was the third, and everyone knew he was the third. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, and Patrick Mahomes is going to hit the LeBron state to me where he's only going to be compared against one other player. Yeah. And no one's winning seven championships. I don't think that that's happening again. And he's only Wait. 27. Wait a and I, I, I mean, I think, he, go ahead. He, could, he could win a ton of Super Bowls still. I mean, every year you think, okay— Who's gonna? Be, uh, the Chiefs are going to the AFC Championship game every year. You think that? So, well, well, okay. And and this is this is what I'll say. And I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in, in football. I think there is potential for him to be the best quarterback I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think he's that good. Absolutely right. Fields and McNasty says something that like I'm not gonna overlook. If Mahomes loses this year. He's he's gonna no, be S cap not well, not cap? this year yeah. not this year no not this how's year. It cap? Dude, Aaron Rodgers has been in the league twenty years and he's won one Super Bowl. We were looking at Aaron Rodgers this way when when he won in 09 or ten or something like that. Five years later, when he couldn't beat the 49ers again, I was making that. But argument. how long had he been in the league when he won in 09? 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, his numbers will always be skewed, I guess. He didn't play for three so, years. So that, that's okay. We can use starter numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was four, but we, okay. we could go three or four. I think if I had to guess, and now we could find these things out. If I had to guess, I think he won a Super Bowl third year starting. Maybe four. Okay, that was starting. actually earlier than I thought. Well, we could look it up. I don't that's know. The advantage I got it. of the internet. Yeah. 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 Um, but I did no. He's absolutely not in Aaron Rodgers' territory yet. He's not in. I'm, absolutely I said he's not. Teetering around there. It was his second year you, as a you, starter. Second year as a starter. Really? In the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, in 2009. Wow. Um, they lost ooh, 45 to 51 to Arizona. I that don't was remember a, that, that was game. An overtime. They lost that on like a fumble in overtime. And he threw 423 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, the the next year, 2000. Uh, what year is it? 2010. Um, yeah, they, they beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers. Yeah. And ironically, that was probably like his most low key. He didn't even make like, it. It's his second year. See, that's the thing too. Wow. I, I'll bring up is it Mahomes makes it to like the AFC championship game mm-hmm. or the Super Bowl like every year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to Aaron Rodgers. That's just not the case. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. No, that's, made, that's a fair point. But I think, yeah. I think, and I, if I had to bet, I think the Chiefs will cash in, whether it's this year or in coming years. Like, I don't think Mahomes is going to have one Super Bowl. I mean, they just gave away— I think Kansas City's winning this year. One of the they great wide receivers in. in the league. They gave him away for draft picks, and he just still threw for 5,240 yards. He's the truth. They got to yeah. cash. They got to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, they got to win a Super Bowl. They're they're dealing in a different, in a different tier. Like, I'm not yeah. even going to— Ignore that. Like they're not dealing in the same tier as uh, Cincinnati, even. You know what I mean? Like Cincinnati doesn't have to win a Super Bowl. The Chiefs are in a different tier. Like you gotta, if we they have an opportunity to be a dynasty here. They got an opportunity to be a dynasty. Cash in, win more than one Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think winning a Super Bowl is that easy. It's a it's a it's a one off. Like we 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 talk. I, I I feel like this is weird when we get into like this is this is where you know Patrick Mahomes is at an entirely different level of greatness. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees never gets criticized for winning one Super Bowl. He should. He never does. I do. I criticize Aaron Rodgers. He, he was the third at best, third best quarterback in the league his entire time in the league. Never gets criticized for winning one Super Bowl. Hell, Sean Payton doesn't get criticized for it. One Super Bowl. The the other offensive genius. One Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm well, not going to criticize like said, you, Patrick you talking, Mahomes for winning talking, one in five talking, years. You're talking to the masses. You ain't talking to me. Because that, yeah. that, that has been the argument for me against Aaron Rodgers like, since we started the show. You're going to get there and choke. You only won the one time. I'm not saying Pat Mahomes chokes. I'm saying that was my argument against Aaron Rodgers. That's my argument. You're dealing with a different. Well, team. Aaron Rodgers. They, but, but, but what I'm saying is, Aaron, like Drew Brees, has all of these records, but Drew Brees is never mentioned as the greatest quarterback of all time because Drew Brees wasn't even the greatest quarterback when he was playing. No. Mm-hmm. And it's just you, you, you start. Aaron Rodgers thing was always weird because Peyton would be playing, Brady would be playing, but yet some I'm smarter than you uh, TV head would tell you Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in football. Startling. Well, wait, how? Yeah. Explain to me how that's possible. Cuz I don't I don't I don't well, get it. I, my my guess and you know I'm on the same wavelength with you. With Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him. I don't like him. I'm not going to be a hater though. What he did on the football field, He's, he was no doubt. Sick. He made throws one he person could make. Sick. We need to break. We'll come back. We'll 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 continue <laughs> this conversation uh and we'll dive back into the Kings as well. Steelo KC James Ham here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. 
KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Continuing the conversation on quarterbacks, it's the perfect combination here as we just pick up where we left off during that commercial break of of wide receiver talent and quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jerry Rice, it, 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 I, I ask this question all of the time. Like, did Joe make Jerry? Did did or did Jerry make Joe and Steve? Hmm. I don't know how you answer that. It's impossible. It's like the, it's just, and you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like it's the perfect marriage of a wide receiver and a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Or, and then you can get even deeper into the woods. I mean, like Bill Walsh. Bill, if, that's right. If, if if somebody had Jerry Rice out there running go routes the whole time instead of slants, would he have been the same guy? You know what I mean? So, hmm. yeah, I, I mean. First of all, Moss and, and uh, Jerry Rice were built totally different. Like the type of player, they're they're not even the same type of wide receiver. Um, but like I would take Jerry Rice every step of the way. Oh, I, mean, I, I think that I mean Jerry Rice is the greatest yeah, receiver yeah, that's I, ever I, lived. I, I don't yeah, even I think, think he's the greatest football close. player to ever play. And but I actually you can make that argument. I, I'm in the probably rare camp that I actually think To is next. Mm. I, I know, huh. like numbers favor Randy Moss, and like I, th- I think just To, just in terms of pure ability, To is, he was different. He was like I, I I'd yeah. probably, I mean, and, and, and you could make the argument either way. Mm-hmm. To Randy Moss, Moss, To. I don't know, I don't, I don't know who's closest after that, Larry but those, Fitz, those will always like, be the top three for me. Seems like Larry Fitz could be, wow. yeah, could yeah. Be. Larry Fitz is is. Up on the list. I mean, as far as receiving yards, what is he? Is he third or fourth? I think he's third. I mean, you could make the argument he had the he had the Tim Brown quarterback issue too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had some good ones. I'd also tell you, like well, he had some bad ones. Jerry Rice some was really at, bad ones. Yeah, Jerry Rice was at um, when he was like starting out. He was in an era where if you threw like thirty two hundred yards for as a quarterback, you were like right at the lead league or uh, the league leader, except for Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. You had Marino and then you had everyone else. And then guys like Jeff George come into the league and they're they're hurling the ball. Warren Moon, you know, they're they're putting up uh like the running gun stuff, the mm-hmm. Jerry Glanville stuff. Um, you know, so like Jerry Rice was never in a true like wide open, throw the ball as many times as you can until late in his career with like, Rich you know, yeah. yeah. Or w- didn't they have Kerry Collins one year, the Raiders? Yeah. They might yeah. Have. Like wow. when they were like late in his career, that's when the league started to shift where quarterbacks are, you know, between 36 and 4,000 yards, 4,200 yards. Now we're in this era where, you know, like if you're not throwing 4,500 yards, you're not even mentioned as a pro Bowl player. I mean, even, the the quarterback for uh, Seattle. Why am I drawing a blank? Russell Wilson. No, Gino. Oh, Gino. Gino yeah. threw for forty four hundred yards mm-hmm. and thirty one touchdowns. I mean, like absolutely incredible. Well, the, and, and that's what I hate about like the numbers. Like, but this is now. Now we've got to measure the numbers differently. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other game now. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the point is that Jerry Rice. The, there's a whole he other game, and it's totally different. In the when and it was his a different game, and his numbers are so much better than anyone else. Right. Yeah. And he played in he, a different era. His numbers look like he should be playing now. He yeah. had those numbers when they weren't passing. Like yeah, that. I mean, what that would he have now? Thing. I mean, would he have finished with 25,000 yards as know, opposed to 20? You know, the other thing that I think about with all these, even like with the, the quarterback, like Tom, I, you can. there's no debate. Like, it's Tom. But if you wanted to have a debate between Tom and Joe or something like that, I do think eras in this respect 
play uh, a bit of like you you have to be there. You got to understand the physicality of the game. Like you can't touch Brady. You were in. We thought Bounty Gate was something uh, back then. What do you think Parcells was telling the Giants to do to Joe Montana? And there was like never even a roughing call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Jerry Rice coming across the middle. You talking about jacked up, getting lit up by a linebacker or a safety coming across the middle. Man. Well, I mean, it, it the, was, the it Niners was, had Ronnie Lott. Ronnie who Lott. Just, I remember Ronnie Lott. Missile. He hit Mark Clayton in the Pro Bowl so hard that it knocked him back like like at least eight yards. No, man. Yeah. And, it, and I don't, I don't want to make it like they don't hit in the game today because they do. But they – the receivers and the quarterback, they they move around a little freer than they did in the in the early nineties and the eighties. Yeah, Tom Brady's most amazing stat was like ten years ago he wanted to play till he's four. He said he wanted to play till he's forty five, and he did mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And everyone kind of rolled their eyes at that, like, oh, he's not going to make it. That's ridiculous. He's not going to make it till forty five. No one makes it till forty five. He made it till forty five. Not not the Best teams, but he got his team to the playoffs. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl at forty-two. Yeah, he he like he, he got his team to the playoffs, uh, and yeah, it's just hey, just insane. Hey, speaking of that, didn't LeBron say he wanted to play till he was forty-five? Yeah, he said that. Uh, you think he he makes it? No. Well, I mean, he's put it he's out there. Thirty-eight, or did he just turn thirty-nine? I think he just turned thirty-eight. So he want to play seven more years. That's crazy. I mean. He can't possibly play at the level that he's no. playing at now, and like he could. I mean, the last two years, maybe he's pure load management. Yeah, get on that Kawhi schedule that Kawhi's on now, <laughs> right at thirty-two. Yeah, get on, get on uh, one of those. Like, I mean, I he's never like no one takes care of himself better than he does. I mean, he's never been seriously injured. Sure, he could. Yeah, yeah. sure he could. I, I mean, he, it, I think he can. I think he will. We learned though it takes. What will his hairline look like then? People are complaining about it now. What would it look like then? <laughs> oh, he'll he'll have swapped that out for something else. I hope like, he does. Toupee. LeBron go have <laughs> and, a and, and the thing is, he still looks better than he still looks better than Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, KD just don't even care. KD does not care. KD's like I don't care. Yeah, but talk about a player who has had a dramatic injury and is still incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, I mean he bounced back from the Achilles better than any player. I mean I, he's. Yeah, he was still he led that Brooklyn team to twelve straight wins, and his injury has led them to four straight losses. Yeah, they're a mess without him. I still ain't never seen nothing like Kevin Durant on the he's, basketball court. He's to be that size yeah. to move the way I, I've never. I know they talk about Wimbenyama, and maybe he's that. We know, haven't really super, like, but we haven't seen him yet. Yeah, like but in what, person, KD KD moves like Dame Lillard, <laughs> and he's six eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's taller than six eleven. It's crazy. Yeah. He yeah, just I, tells everyone he's six eleven. Remember, he he doesn't want to be seven feet tall. Right. Yeah, that's I don't right. know that's why. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, or it could I be like Hassan Whiteside. Like Is it the 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 three most physically jarring NBA players I've ever seen were KD, Giannis, and LeBron. Mm. Like oh, because Giannis is like. Katie's size and he's built like LeBron, so it's like it's like the merchants of those two guys. Yeah. Where it's it's just, and his arm like he could scratch his ankle without bending over. Like his arms are just so ridiculously long. Right. Uh, and then LeBron is just a he's yeah that and different. Yeah, Yao like being anywhere near Yao was stunning. 
that was one ginormous human being. The thing that stunned me about Yao the first time I saw him up close, he like I always thought he was skinny. He no. was he was big. Tree trunk. He was really big. Yeah, and I, like he like, looked like a Vince McMahon creation. <laughs> like he he was that big. Yeah, like like three feet wide across like the hips. Like Yao was a huge, huge man. How was the swivel? <laughs> no swivel. No swivel in the no, hips. No swivel oh, in the yeah. hips. Come what, on now. What was it with Yao? Yeah, Plus his he could dribble. Right? It was his yeah. feet. Yeah. 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 Saw that coming. But I mean, yeah. you you guys have seen the picture of him next to Shaq. He makes Shaq just look like a little person. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's he's so incredible. I guess huge. you could say Shaq is something we've never seen before either. Oh, absolutely. I never yeah. Seen yeah, absolutely. Shaq. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I will still say I think Shaq is like the most physically dominating body that has ever been in professional sports. We've never seen someone who was seven foot one, three hundred and something pounds, and could they could move like that. They could mm-hmm. just bolt everyone over. I'm trying to remember who I saw. I think I saw Shaq. Might have been with like Phoenix or something. Mm. I, I've only I've only seen Shaq once. Really? I'm pretty sure he was with like Phoenix. Oh, actually, I've only seen him once too. Yeah, well, I, ne- was, I never saw him with LA. At Sacramento. For no, a, I meant as a player. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I meant as a player. Oh, I watched him play with LA. I yeah, I never saw. I didn't. Um, I didn't see yeah. him in person with LA. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've stood there and interviewed, been in a scrum with Shaq. Yeah, uh, not 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 me. Yeah, and Kobe. Uh, what's your, and what's your name? I did watch what's him. James, what's James Ham. I did. I did watch him get out of a limo me? on Seventh and J Street in downtown Sacramento. Seven oh five J Street. Yeah. You listen Bring to it back. Bring Ricky's back. No, don't. It's a, I think it's a nice little restaurant now that I, I, I don't believe anyone needs that life back. Rich, make it happen. Damien's ready. He's willing to. Boy, <laughs> to bring it all the way back. Be the James Ham and Kenny show moving forward because <laughs> that would be the end of my radio career. You're listening to D'Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRX QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Driven by our friends over at Lasher's Elk Grove Dodge, always live on the free Odyssey app. James Ham is here with us as we get ready for Kings basketball tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Sacramento Kings take on. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, a game that uh, I think we're all pretty excited about. Uh, a Oklahoma City Thunder team that has won four straight games, the Sacramento Kings team uh, sitting in the third spot right now that has won five straight games. James, we were going over this uh, earlier, over this stretch of four games for Oklahoma City. They're scoring 123 points per game. Mm. We've been talking about a potential shootout with the with the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to see some points tonight at the Golden 1 Center. Yeah, this is a dangerous team. Like, and I, I'm excited to see what they look like next year with Chet. And then yeah, they've got a ton of first round picks. So, I mean, I think what they've done is they've really sped up like who you think they can be, and where they're gonna like. Where's that moment where they become buyers as opposed mm-hmm. to you know sellers, which they've become they have been for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can they go out and get with five first round picks or seven first round picks? What if mm-hmm. they just go all in on something crazy? And add some amazing piece that is the perfect spot for them. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a, a fun team. They play defense. They play hard. Uh, Josh Getty is a is a stud. Uh, Lou Dort is just like a road grader, yeah. like six four, yeah. playing the fa- power forward position. Um, you know, I, this is an interesting team. The one thing I do point out is that uh, they have too many draft picks. So 
I don't like how they they manage their assets um, because they've had to waive players that I don't think that they should be waiving or trade players that I don't think that they should be trading. Mm-hmm. And then I also wonder if you get some of their players outside of there, like what does Lou Dort actually look like on a better team? Mm-hmm. W- what does Shea or, you know, some of these players, like some of them transcend, like Shea probably yeah, transcend. Yeah, Shea's going to look good anywhere. He's going to look good ev- anywhere, but he is a, like, he's ISO Joe, basically. Uh, you know, he does a lot of isolation basketball, a lot of dribbling. Uh, he goes to the rim as me- more than any player in the league. Um, you know, but what, to some of these secondary players look that they keep spending these first round picks. They have all these picks and then they, it feels like they either don't develop or they develop to a certain point And then they just have to move on from them because they got a whole bunch more picks coming mm-hmm. in and sorry, we gotta, we gotta go do well, something different. Well, James, uh, you, I think we talked about this in, in early days of D'Lo and Casey, when you first got here, <laughs> if I was around the league, I wouldn't trade with the thunder at all. Keep mm-hmm. all them picks. You got to draft them, <laughs> and then you got to make roster moves. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want your picks. You make all 45 of the draft picks that you need to in the next two or three years. But I want to ask you, James and Damien, you can answer too. I'll ask you. As well. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, of no you. problem. No problem. Thank you. What would you do if you were OKC? Like, what's the what's the move? Are you fine with Chet, uh, SGA, and Giddy? And then you got Jalen Williams. Maybe you throw him in there too, Lou Dort. Or do you move Jalen, Lou Dort, some picks and like I don't know who the other person would be to go get Paul George or something like oh, that. That's a wild question know, you just asked. I, I think that is a wild question you I just th- asked because I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. Go yeah, ahead. I think the biggest thing for me is that like. If you were going to do that deal, you might have just missed it. Because I think if you wanted to take that team and really like make a huge leap, mm-hmm. you probably should have traded for Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That probably mm-hmm. would have been the player who's young enough to actually fit in and do something and be there. I mean, maybe that player comes up available again, but like if you had a, a three-guard set or... Shea at the at the small forward. Rudy spot. Gobert might be on the market this offseason. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and see, that's a team they they could afford to expend seven picks or six of uh, five first round picks. I, yeah, talk about a oh, catastrophic yeah. mistake. I, got you. I mean, you'll never ever. And I said it right when it happened. Like, okay, all right, you'll calm never, down. You'll calm never down. ever get your value back. It's not even about what it's going to look like on the court, which I didn't think would be good. But now, no one did, here thought it would work. Yeah, now that you did it though, like you're stuck. Like nobody even wants the money. I really that he thought has. it would work. Like I, I really yeah. thought it would work. What a I mean, dumbass! It's early. It is no, early. it's not. They suck. That was such <laughs> wow. a dumbass. It's early. Thought. Like seven. <laughs> they're terrible, though. <laughs> Think about where they're supposed to be. They're terrible. They're and what they yeah. just spent? They're they're terrible. Terrible job. This A-Rod, is being seventh A-Rod, isn't good better. enough. Do better, A-Rod. That's yeah. A Rod. Get the next. And 20%. isn't that the uh, the GM everybody wanted for the Kings? Uh, is it oh. not Finch? That's the coach. Uh, oh, Tim Connolly. Tim Connolly's the GM of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Wasn't it like Con or something like that? And no, know? nobody no. wants Con. <laughs> <laughs> David Con. But uh, Con. That's right. He's the guy that drafted. Guy. He drafted all the point guards. Ricky that's Rubio right. yeah, yeah. and uh, Johnny Flynn uh, before uh, Steph Curry. I thought the guy that's in Minnesota now was the one that like people wanted for the Kings, and he. 
chose Minnesota or something like that. No, no, they made a move to get him. Uh, the oh, you're thinking of um, uh, Sasha and Gupta. That's who. You, that's, that's right. right. That's, that's it. Exactly. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. Where's he at? Uh, I, I think they got rid of him there in Minnesota. Oh, so he was uh, in Minnesota. It, yeah. Tim Connolly is is who they spent a bunch to get him out of uh, Denver. Minnesota had a. Didn't Minnesota have a, an issue? They did with uh, yeah. uh, Gershon. Yeah, ro- ro- yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, oh, that, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah there yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah, they had yeah, a, they, yeah. they they had a little issue. Yeah. Um, I, to, to answer your question though, I'm, I'm 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 I don't know what the move to make is, but that that's what I would try to do. Like you can't wait for all of these young players to develop mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. But I do have a question, which is why I chuckled at your Paul George uh-huh. remark. And and for those who don't know, we'll we'll provide complete context for this. But this is the most Skip and Shannon question I could possibly ask you. It's the most. All, first all right, go ahead, go ahead. No, just go ahead. Go ahead. You talk. Go ahead. <laughs> can't even finish my monologue. Skip. Can't even skip. Skip. Um, did the Clippers get it wrong? Um, now keep in mind. You don't get Paul George, you don't get Kawhi Leonard. Uh-huh. That's we know enough now to know if you didn't get Paul George, you weren't getting Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. But knowing what we know now, did did the Clippers no, get it wrong? Knowing what we know now, they got it wrong. In that moment, would I do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hammer. I agree with him. They got it wrong, but you had to do it. You had to do. I, I mean. Oof. But, like, did you, did anyone expect Kawhi to ever play more than fifty games? I a year? did. Yes, I did. I, I, I absolutely I did. did. And and you gotta you gotta look at. I absolutely um, did. A little bit of the the situation. Um, they were one seed when the pandemic happened. Like it was oh, panning out. It was panning out, mm-hmm. and they went into the. Playoffs. He had gotten rid of Patrick Beverly a little bit earlier. I'm telling you, that was the move right there. But they were they blew a three one lead in the bubble, and they were like the one team or the most vocal team about not wanting to be there. Paul George had a, I'm not saying it in a joking way, but was having a mental breakdown yeah. in the bubble. Yeah, um, it, it it was a tough. But the break. thing is, though, if, if we're gonna trash the Lakers for winning it, we can't trash the Clippers for not winning it. No, that's that goes we're, on your permanent record, right? Yeah. But 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 we've got to decide what the bubble means. You know what I mean? Like it's we've got half it. The title, okay. It's half the title. Then, 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 then the Clippers get half the criticism for blowing a three-one lead. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. even. I don't even. Well, I don't give them a lot of criticism for blowing that. Like, yeah, you. you blew it's it. the four other three-one leads that they blew. <laughs> yeah. That uh, well, what's the other one? So the next year they beat Dallas in seven in the first round, and then what happened in the second round? Oh, Kawhi tore his ACL, and they end up getting through that. Yeah. But they, they tore his the ACL Phoenix. and they wouldn't tell us. Yeah, it, it was like Kawhi was like day to day until the playoffs were over and the Clippers were eliminated, and then it's all oh, Kawhi yeah. Leonard tore his ACL. And they got through that and and got them further than they had ever been in franchise history, and they lost in six to Phoenix. And then last year happened uh, where nobody really played, and now you're here. Okay, yeah. so 2020 Kawhi was there they lost to Denver in uh second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They lost uh 4-3. Um then they the next year they beat 
uh, Dallas 4-3. They beat Utah 4-2. And then that's when he got hurt. No, he got hurt in, in against Utah because uh, it was game four. They had tied the series up at two. He tears well, his ACL. You're right. And yeah. then Paul George goes yeah, to Utah and wins five. Yeah, they got they won 4-2, but he, he was 2-2 two and two in the playoffs. He, mm. Like when they – they uh, he played four games in that playoff series. Hmm. hmm. But yeah, yeah I, I mean to answer your question, I I would have done it, but it. I don't think you can it's, only go by what happened. It didn't work out. I don't think it's dead either. I don't. I don't think the the Clippers. I don't think the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard Clippers are done. Well, th- this is something that we were. I, I wanted to say when Trista was here and everything was going on. Call. Hey, you could say I'm just. I'm losing it. I don't think they're done this year. I really don't. Oh, I, I, no, I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't think they're done. Yeah, and, I'm fine with but that. But there's a lot of people who are like, this clearly isn't working. And it might not be working, but I still look at them. I think they can finish in the top six. I think they can make a run in the playoffs. I think they're – I honestly think they're a just-get-there team. Mm. And they're a half game out? Yeah, they're a half game out from the sixth spot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. And and does anybody think what LA has done, the the Clippers have done, has been successful? And they're a half game out of the six spot. Yeah. Hmm. I I I I absolutely believe. While while uh, they're a team that I think is in James, you talked a little bit about this on Wednesday. That's going to be ramping up as we get closer to the playoffs. Yeah, that final uh, twenty games, the mm-hmm. final twenty twenty five games. As soon as the All Star weekend's over, that's when a bunch of teams just hit the. The gas, and I don't think, but I don't think they're going to hit the gas though. I think they're going to speed up a little bit. I think they'll hit the gas like late, late, especially, especially if, especially if it looks like this. Mm-hmm. If it looks like this, I absolutely believe that team with those players and that coach is like good final two weeks and we're fine. We're and exactly I, where we want to be. And I agree yeah. with you. I think they need to get started earlier though. I I, I agree. Yeah. But I don't think they care about crypto.com home court advantage. I don't think they care about any of that stuff. These players have been in the that this that group, that coat, they've been in the league too long. I don't think they care about that stuff. Yeah. And that's where like if if you're the Kings, you have to look at like are you if you're if somehow you finish at the three seed, but the Clippers are the six, you know that they're a matchup nightmare for you. Mm. You know that you don't have the forwards to keep up with their forwards. Like and that's not a like to knock Harrison Barnes and Keegan Murray, but you need more. You need to put more pressure on guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, or you're going to be in a bunch of trouble. Well, and then that's where we always come back with trades for the for the Kings. Those guys. So what are you going to do? Because the guys that aren't enough are your guys, right? Like if you went out and traded, I'm just throwing out a name. I'm not. I'm just if you traded for Mason Plumley. He's not playing in crunch time in Garden Paul George. That's nope. still the guys that you feel are aren't enough. So are you moving on from Keegan, or no? I mean, not moving on from Keegan, but moving to replace Keegan in the starting line. Are you moving on from Harrison Barnes? Like that's that's kind of the conundrum of the people that they have. Yeah, it's certainly something that you have to consider for this season alone. Like, what are you going to do like this season? But going forward, I, I think you'll you know Keegan Murray will get better and mm-hmm. you'll be able to rely mm-hmm. on him more, and then. You got to worry about the Harrison Barnes situation. You're gonna have to deal with that when you have to deal with it. But um, that's why you have to be open to whatever at this trade deadline. If you can take the big swing, set you up like beyond this year, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it, and and then you got to hope that 
teams like the Lakers continue just to get old, the Warriors continue just to get old, the the uh, Trailblazers, the Clippers, like these teams are getting old, and you want to be on the rise. And a, a team that, again, this whole twenty four to twenty six year old range that the Kings. That's perfect because a lot of these teams are on their last legs over the next year or two, and that's when you need to ascend and, and make sure that you're you're part of that group with the the Grizzlies, with the Pelicans, even with Denver, who who can take that next step and and be part of the next you know ten years of or eight years of of NBA basketball. Jesse, I think we need to take a break because Kenny's mom's here. Yeah, well, Kenny's I mean, mom. Kenny's look, in trouble. And, and look, the family, Kenny. the family's all over the place because in the chatty house, there's Jesse five one zero. Enough basketball talk. Let's go Dallas. Like I, I don't know where I'm going to be this weekend. Yeah, and shout out to Kimberly. She's getting Cheryl and Elk Grove water. Just, just taking care of her. Someone's fanning her. <laughs> Looks like she's getting a pedicure. Boy, this Caraway family, they just walk in the building, and get, get, get everything. Hand. Boy, <laughs> unbelievable. So we got to step out for a minute because Kenny mom's here and we're all in trouble. So uh, we'll step out. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk more Kings basketball with James Ham. We'll get ready uh, for this game tonight at the Golden One Center uh, with the Sacramento Kings and the Oklahoma City Thunder here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. Oh, man, it's a Friday here. D-Lo and KC, ESPN 1320. We got James Ham with us, and we are taking all our diets to Smitherini's right now. Mom came through, dropped in some lemon cake. I'm a big, big proponent of the lemon cake. Probably Dam- have bar- forks for everybody. Damien, Damien, he he was unsure. He was like, "How does this happen? Like, how does lemon become a dessert? Lemon cake? I don't understand it." I said, "You're just gonna have to experience it." He experienced it. And he's not even on the radio right now. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to eat another piece. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm, I'm about to eat another piece. This is amazing. It's very good. A lemon cake. I, I, we need to get this to the to the Kings. We need to get this to the Kings. Not this one. I need to get it. Growing up, my mom would make Kahlua cakes with... Um, Isn't that like, with coconut? Like, no, Kahlua cake is uh, like a chocolate bunt cake with chocolate mm. chips and Kahlua. Mm. Okay, okay. And then she would make rum cake. Um, but those are the only two alcohols that were ever in our house, <laughs> and like we didn't drink in the house, and they yeah. were only for making cake. Yeah, I, and I never snuck in and drank the. Well, maybe I had some Kahlua, <laughs> some Kahlua and, and cream or Kahlua James, and milk. James had a little point, taste. But. James has had a little taste. That's yeah. all. Yeah, but now the lemon cake is. <laughs> this is this is really like the only real. I mean, Jazz makes a really well. Jazz makes a lemon cake too, but Jazz makes a really good. Um, like chocolate, or excuse me, uh, yellow with chocolate icing. Like oh, yeah. I get that every every birthday. Like I love that. That's all I want. But other than those two, I think that's about it. Just these two right here. I these two I just retract everything I've ever said about lemon dessert. <laughs> this and, um, and and it doesn't even have any calories in it. It can't. It's so fluffy. It's so fluffy. It's so fluffy. So uh, Brett Huff, a great Kings fan. Oh, Brett's Brett awesome. Man. His wife, Tessa, has, this is for all of you out there, she has uh, baking books, cookbooks, but like layer cakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so during the pandemic, my wife started baking and she makes these incredible like two, three, four tiered cakes. Oh, wow. Um, that are just buttercream frosting and lemon curd filling, like Absolutely spectacular. So I, I highly recommend it. 
uh if you have somebody who's looking for like like a hobby to take up mm -hmm. uh like baking like it, it's been amazing at our house and we don't even really eat a lot of the cake like we'll try like the first piece but then it's like okay well we got to give the rest of this away because we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna eat all this and if anybody like out there is listening in the studio you ain't getting none of this <laughs> y'all don't ever share nothing with us <laughs> we ain't sharing nothing with you i don't know if cheryl's listening but my other mom as she calls us that was that was oh. i get emotional about this i'm about to cry <laughs> bro Yo. Yeah, I just tried it right now too. It's pretty fire. Yeah, that's 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 the truth. I won't eat lemon Oreos though. Never. It was an abomination. Uh, I mean, you are missing out. You are missing out. I mean, out. that was so good. Kenny, make me want to try lemon Oreos. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, this lemon thing on point. Man, the, the lemon cake goes hard in the paint. Now, like, I'm not like a lemon. I got to run to the Golden guy. One Center, but outside of that, outside of that, real man, lemons too. Real lemons. I see the process. Real lemons. Oh no, it's totally juice, real lemons. Or juice is real lemons. Yeah, I need oh, a napkin. Yeah, I, I I didn't plan this well. I was trying to hurry, and I just grabbed plates. One knife didn't even get Jesse a plate. Just threw the thing in there with a knife. Didn't even get myself a plate. Just like hey, hey, it worked out. We made it work. Hey, this is this is how we roll. Now I got I got I got I got lemon and sugar all over my hands. I'll tell you though, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, she 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 mentioned. I would, you know what would make me happier? She's like I gotta make the cake. I gotta make the cake this week. Okay, she didn't have know. to do that, yeah. but I'm, she's she's a wonderful person. The only thing that would make me happier if James ate lemon cake with my jacket on, but he refuses to put my Come jacket on, on. Like even for like a minute, he you don't want me to on. put your jacket on. I've got, <laughs> got lemon cake all over my hands. That cake, that, the, the jacket is like I'm sure at some point you guys are gonna get a full look at the the jacket. But there was another wrinkle that I didn't see earlier. Like it it, it ties around the, the waist tie. like a like a trench coat. Pretty fire, man. There was so, so the, the 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 gist with this clothing line is it's made for men and women. Like mm -hmm. it's not like it's it's not a specific doesn't identify with a specific gender. Mm -hmm. And so I think the idea for men is you open it, you because it buttons, you open it and you you leave the you leave the tie down. Mm -hmm. But I have like a I have a small waist, and so when I I like that stuff tapered. As you see, this is big. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it looks okay, and then I wrapped it. I was like, oh, that's the look. That's good look. That's it's a good look. look. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. It is. I tried on. It's KC approved. I'd be like fat guy in a little coat if I put it on. Like, but no, it's it's big. Like, I don't know why these designers make stuff so damn big now. But that's just that's just, this is this is NBA. This is this is drip walk. You, yes, you can go through. This uh, is drip walk approved. The Golden One Center through the players' entrance today. Yeah. That's oh, there you go. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All I got to do is just tell him I'm with Casey. Oh, and keep it. Gonna be like, keep <laughs> out of here. Yeah, keep it moving. The only one that might let you through is my man Reggie. Oh, <laughs> Reggie ain't letting Reggie definitely. Reggie ain't letting you through. Reggie, our 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 buddy Ohio State fan, Reggie, he ain't he ain't letting you through uh, at all. Real quick, before we get to the Kings, I, I want to address this real quick. Uh, there are people in the chat that are trying to get me beat up. All right? Uh oh. Johnny G is talking about you got to tag the Queen Bee when you're drinking your celebratory Sacramento Splash this weekend. No, yeah, I no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It's a good idea. You know, what I mean, what did what happened on uh on Martin the one time when he thought Gina was trying to get life insurance on him? She said, "Hey, could you get the the uh, the can of pork and beans up at the top of the can?" <laughs> 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 he opens and it almost falls out. She's trying to kill me. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> That's what happened if I tag the Queen Bee in a celebratory Sacramento splash. So no, no, thank you, Johnny G. 
starting Monday show. It's a shame what happened to Kenny Caraway. Yeah. He's a good man. She's already in here bullying me. Like uh, like the 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 people that we block. You know, I'm not gonna say the 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 toys. The she's in there. Go Dallas. Go Dallas. Go Dallas. Go Dallas. Bullying. Did you refer to those as the toys? Well, that's the what toys. they say. The, the full name is wild. The full name is wild. I've been trying to figure out. There's a. I, <laughs> You're yeah. trying to figure out who clicks on that. <laughs> like, shout out to our up. guy, Brett, Brett. Brett Huff is in here, man. Shout hey, out to our up, guy, uh, Brett Huff. I know he's excited uh, for Kings Thunder tonight. I'm sorry you're getting bullied by Jasmine. I don't even know if I can watch the game at home. I, I was actually wondering. That. I asked, and she didn't even answer. That's probably a no. I think you're in trouble. <laughs> you got to go to Cheryl's house. You know, in all seriousness, so I kind of want to go go out and watch the game. I kind of do, right? But last year, I watched the first two playoff games at home. And then for the NFC Championship game, because Cheryl uh, and El Grove and my Auntie Cindy, they somehow became 49ers fans. So like, we're watching the game over Dallas. Come over here. And I went over there and watched the game, and they lost. Mm. Last week, Watch the game at home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave my house. Understand? So Understood. I don't, I don't think I'm going anywhere. I don't want to leave my house. I had this moment where we uh, we invited a bunch of people up to watch 49ers NFC Championship game a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They lost. No, oh, none of those people have ever come to the house ever again. It's <laughs> the way it should be. And I and I don't think they want to come up, but I also I don't want them up either. Like, hey, hey, losers! You, you brought the loss. To my house now. That's not cool. I, it, 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 back a <laughs> l- long time ago uh, when I was a Cowboys fan, Rebecca Brunson, uh, WNBA legend, mm-hmm. was a, a, a Washington fan. Mm. Not anymore. Was a Washington fan. Mm. Came over for, for one of the Cowboys-Washington games. Cowboys lost, never never had her over again. Mm. She was like, hey, mm. we, we, we doing it again this year? No, <laughs> we're nope. not. Nope. You are not welcome in my home during football season. I don't want to see you. Jason Campbell was the quarterback. I don't want to talk Jason to you. Campbell, they lost Jason Campbell. Talk to you. Oh, I'll be sure looking quarterback out here. Like, no. <laughs> talk to you. Uh, she, she says I have to watch the game with a muzzle. Oh. Well, All right. That's no fun. Well, how are you going to binge eat Kit Kats if you're watching with a muzzle? <laughs> it's definitely going to be stress eating, boy. I'll tell you, it's go, 3.30 is going to feel like, it, when I wake up in the morning, it's going to feel like it's going to take five days to get to 3.30. Really is. Kenny want to go to sleep and it wake up and be Sunday. It's like it's like Christmas. He just wants to go to bed and wake up and it be there. Last thing, last thing, because I want to talk about Kings as we close this thing out. But I was thinking about yesterday when I said, um, I, I think I mentioned something on here about like, you know, this is like uh, not stressful, but the anxiety of the game and stuff like that. I remember, I remember last remember last year, even after the Rams Week 18 win. I said, I'm I'm as a fan playing with house money. This is a memorable 49er season. I enjoy this season so much. Like, mm-hmm. this was fun. And then they win the next week. This is so much fun. I'm enjoying it. They win the next week. It's so much fun. And, yeah, I wanted them to go to the Super Bowl. But I enjoyed last season so much. I, it was a memory. It was, it was a once-in-a-lifetime memory, it felt like, even though they lost. I was thinking yesterday if I feel that way about this year. And I came to the conclusion I do. They won 11 straight games. They won 11 straight games. I've never seen a 49er team win 11 straight games. 
I would be upset if they didn't win on Sunday for sure. Be upset they didn't win the Super Bowl. But remember, I do think about this. This is a dangerous game to play. Remember I said they got the window open this year. This isn't the end of the window. Mm-hmm. When they lost the the, uh, the Seahawks with Harbaugh, I knew that was it. That's why that one hurt. This is the beginning of the window. So I think I would just enjoy the season for what it was. Eventually. Not I think on you're Monday. lying. Yeah. Well, not on I think Monday. you're full of crap. No, no, no. Not on Monday. No. It may take – it'll be after the Super Bowl where I would enjoy it. I think he's lying. I think I believe you about last season. Because I, I think that was kind of like borrowed borrowed money or, or found money. Mm. You know, you're like, hey, look, like I didn't expect any of this. This is fun. Mm. I think this year the expectations are different. But, I mean, I expect them. I expect them to be in the Super Bowl. Well, but the season's been over twice now. <laughs> when Trey got hurt, the season was over. Oh, I don't and think then, that's true. I well, when think... Brock came in, well, the season it, it, was over. Yeah. Even Even I was like, I think Brock is cool, but. I don't know, like maybe one playoff game. I, I'm not expecting a Super Bowl. The only reason I thought they could get to the Super Bowl is because I said this is what happens with the 40. <laughs> this would be the, the biggest drama story that you can make with him getting to the Super Bowl. That's the only reason why I felt that way. But the season was over twice. And look where they're at. An opportunity. They're hosting a round two game. I thought that they were so disappointing the first like four weeks of the season. And this is a team that we kind of expected. We expected this to be a dominant team. And so, why, yes, they won 11 in a row, or what is it, 10 in the regular season. Like, I kind of expected this team, I mean, the bad losses early on, like, I expected better. And so, like, again, I don't expect them to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but it's a team that you think can be a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. And, and a team that you hope that can. You know, like, I think, again, with the Kings, we're looking at this like, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares how what the, the final outcome is? Like, this is so much fun right now. Live in the moment and have a good time with it. Like, embrace the fact that, you know, the beam and the team that you have and the young players that you have and potential all-stars and all that stuff. <clears throat> but this is all found money. Like, But that's know. the thing about expectations shifting, though. If we could have, I, I think if... We, because they shifted for us too. Mm-hmm. Kings fans kept their expectation that they had before the season. Yeah, sure, maybe you'd enjoy it a little bit more. But now it's like, yo, we're the three seed. Yo, this is a top six team. And it is just impossible for me to not think about that Cleveland question last year. Mm. Where we posed the question on this show, would you take the season that the Cleveland Cavaliers had? Kings aren't going to get to one. Not due to any fault of their own. They're mm-hmm. not going to get where Denver was is. They're not going to get where Memphis is. They're, so they're not going to be exactly where Cleveland was. But remember what happened with Cleveland last year. They were good, and the semblance of a really, really good team was there. Dealt with some injuries, a couple of things along the way, and slowly the playoff spot became a play-in spot, and then the play-in spot didn't, turned into an elimination. And expectations for Cavs fans, I'm sure, shifted. Now, they had a hell of an offseason to make up for that playoff loss. Um, but it's it's hard when you – because, I mean, wouldn't everybody be disappointed if they finished seventh? At this yeah. point? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you'd be – I don't know. Can you be disappointed? I, I, I think I, so. I think there'd be some disappointment. You wouldn't be like, 
Oh, this now is if you win, if you if you win in the play-in, sure, like it, it's a it's a wash. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, there'd be a level of disappointment. Yeah, I think there. I th- yeah, there would be a level of disappointment that you're not going to be you're not going to have a playoff series. And the frustrating thing about us, and th- think of what we're saying. We're saying seven. Mm-hmm. That's a traditional playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it could result in you, you know, going home. Yeah. Yeah, that's why the focus has to be like what they're doing right now. It's one game at a time. Like, yeah. who cares that Philadelphia is waiting in Sacramento for you tomorrow? Hmm. Like, they're going to be like. It's a good question. We, we might Vivek might be sitting next to JoJo tonight. <laughs> no, JoJo jo- gets invited to the game. <laughs> JoJo's gonna is JoJo gonna light the beam with De'Aaron after the game? <laughs> like, he could he could be this he could be this guest celebrity tonight. <laughs> they got they got JoJo like. Uh, Cody Rhodes on the second night of WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought that that's one thing Allegedly. I will point out. Like I, I wasn't really okay with like all these people walking over to light the beam. Like I, I like that's not a novelty for for everyone else. So you mean fifty or like the people surrounding fifty? The there was and, a lot of people around the beam. Like on I mean, Friday. It, it was more. It was like Raj Bethal and like like they had like a bunch of people. Like yeah. okay, look. Like we're not going to start pulling out randos out of the crowd and have them light the beam. Like that's something that this team is winning. That's that should be their privilege to light the beam, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I, I don't think it should be like some weird celebration thing. Now, if we get to the end of the season and Vivek Ronadive wants to stand there and light the beam, oh, or if thing, we get to the game before that and and Monty McNair and this is like this thing cemented, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But like. I like think, give props to the people who did it. I guess. I think fifty fifty is where it stops. Um but I did notice that on the win on Friday. There was a lot of people around the whole thing. There was like what would you say, probably like thirty people? Yeah, to me it was yeah, like, like really strange. Doing? Like a bunch of people raising their hand and getting ready to push the button together. I was like, Okay, this has gotten a little strange. Like again, you remember at Arco they had Tiffany come in and do the halftime show? Who? I think we're alone now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if Tiffany comes back to Golden One Center and they win a game, is Tiffany does not get Tiffany to light the beam. Light the beam? <laughs> Tiffany, okay. Skilo, they do not get to light the beam. T-Pain? 50, He's been there enough. T-Pain cannot T-Pain. light the beam. Shaggy, Shaggy uh, I don't know. Uh, Flo Rida? Like, uh, I mean, what are we going to let? Is uh, anybody there tonight? Are we going to let Vanilla Ice light the beam? Vanilla Ice absolutely cannot be within 10 feet <laughs> so, of the beam. That's my, like, what is happening he here? Is absolutely not. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I got still, some questions Still fun, there. though. One thing that I am seeing, and, and the broadcast does a good job of this, is it's starting to become even more of a scene outside. Like you get the people <laughs> jumping, jumping in, in the, the camera. camera. <laughs> I love it, yeah. That cracks me up. That cracks me up when they do that. Who's? Uh, it's not tonight. Mike is there on Monday. Mike, who? I, I think I saw uh, uh, Morgan promo that. Isn't Mike, Mike Bibby here Monday? Oh yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Yep, yep. Pre and post. Huh. Yeah, yeah. He can light the beam. He can light the beam. Oh, we got. In some I think trouble. Mike has lit the beam. I think we got in trouble on the podcast because some uh, Brent. One of Brendan's questions was uh, his cap or fact question was um, whether Sabonis is the best number ten ever. Which I, I said, well, he's well on his way, and the Mike Bibby fans came out in like force, like they were not happy. Mike was him. very, very good. He was. I mean, Tomas has been here. Like uh, we, 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 your answer was perfectly okay. He, he's absolutely on his way. 
Yeah. Like he's been here for a minute and a half. I love and rightfully so I'm not saying it. I love Mike Bibby here. Oh yeah. Can and Mike, Mike hit the biggest the shot in franchise history? I would be worried that Mike uh, would break the beam when he hit the beam. <laughs> it's possible. Just smash it. Just hope it's possible. Smash yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the point. <laughs> Just smash down on this beam. <laughs> Just like. smash this beam. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you said like the beam. I thought you said break the beam. <laughs> My bad, guys. Uh, hey, guys. Do, do, team we, dime for do, life. We, do we see the beam tonight? <clears> I think so. Six straight, huh? Six straight. That'd be crazy. It's five versus four, five straight versus four straight. Someone's someone's losing tonight. That'd be I mean, crazy. you get some bonus back. You know, it, it's going to be a good game. The level of focus. You're at home. First night of a back to back. It's funny. I I I I I, I, I want you to go, uh, Damien, go ahead. Damien's there to the fourth. So do you have know. Do you have the same <laughs> feeling? Like if they lost this game, would you have the same feeling that you did with? Uh, the Charlotte no. game, no. the Lakers Absolutely game, Absolutely not. The the Wizards game, even no. though it's OKC, who you expect I, at the beginning of the season to win four games from, or but three if, you, games, if you're paying attention, you know that's not the case. I didn't feel it. By the way, I didn't feel any way about them losing to the Lakers. I was frustrated that mm-hmm. the I don't the Lakers aren't the Hornets. Mm-hmm. No matter, no, I, like I get the gimmick here. We all hate. Like I, I get that. Like that. LeBron James is on that team, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Thomas Bryant stuff is frustrating. Like, Russell Westbrook is a Hall of Famer, no matter how many Shaq goofy plays he mo- makes throughout a game. Like, he's <laughs> he's a Hall of Famer. Like, they're capable of winning games. I didn't feel the same way about the Lakers game that I did the Hornets. But if if if, if you're asking, would I feel the same if OKC uh, beat Sacramento tonight as I did when Charlotte did? Absolutely not. OKC is a good. They're 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 a very intriguing basketball team right now. I agree, and I and I and Charlotte just losing to them was frustrating. I think Washington was frustrating and upsetting the way that they got blown out by Washington. Mm-hmm. And I think, tell me if I'm wrong, James. You would know that was that was the first time we saw that here in Sacramento, like the way they played at home this year. We near, we haven't seen them get beat down the way they did against Washington. No, but they've only been okay at home, like fourteen and nine. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it was last time I looked. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's but the, but the level of play. Like even when, Phoenix, yeah. when we thought Phoenix was good, that was competitive. Like the Warriors game, they won it. It was oh, like yeah, that was been, a different Phoenix team. The Washington, we hadn't seen that. They yeah. weren't in it yeah. in the second quarter. They weren't in that game. It's only was like damn. only they had really been blown out by Boston. Mm-hmm. Right in in Boston, they got they got beat up pretty bad. The, back to the back. Knicks game wasn't that close. Well, that and yeah. we had the the Boston, and then what was the oh Philly the beat the hell out of them. Oh yeah, Philly did. Yeah, Philly did. Wow. Oh, I can't remember the Philly game. I remember New York. I remember uh, Boston. The Philly, Philly game. Philly the the James Philly Harden game. went crazy on them. Mm, Philly, that Philly sucks. That, no, you remember the Philly game? That's where uh, Demonis Sabonis picked up three fouls and like. Forty-five seconds. And uh, Kata got that his first. That was most of the early season games. Yeah. It felt like wasn't it? Kata got his first look, and it was like three fouls. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You get a foul. Had like Eleven free throws in the first right. quarter or something. I remember that. Oh, that was tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Oh goodness. Yeah, so, we have to make like a level. What level do you have to be to light the beam? Like, I. I mean, again, I'm going to keep saying <clears throat> players. I want. I want to see players. I want who participate in the games. Players, um, former players. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, Rush Patel's probably put in, you know, $100 million or something into building up. No, you can't buy, you can't buy lighting the beam. <laughs> yeah. You can't buy it. 
Money like, I mean, is, has Brad Miller lit the beam yet? <laughs> no, but he has. <laughs> yes. He has run. I'm sure the Brad's lit the beam. Hey, Brad be having a good time at these yeah. Kings games. <laughs> Brad might be lighting the beam in the tunnel. Brad. He be having a great time at these yeah. Kings games. Every time. He's pretty laid back. Were yeah. you covering the team when Brad showed up to the practice facility and the tell me this had to be before your time? When yeah, it definitely was because it was before Demarcus and your first year was Demarcus. Yeah, Brad showed up to the practice facility, um, in Natomas with with a, a deer that oh. he, he had gone hunting. I was not there for that. And he put you know he caught a deer, and it was just in the back of his pickup truck. I don't think truck. he caught a deer. Yeah, that's I don't know the proper term. <laughs> he shot a deer, he, yeah. whether it was a bow or he, a he, rifle, and the deer was just <laughs> sitting in the back. Not just Brad pulled up resting its eyes. <laughs> Brad just pulled up in the pickup truck and went and practiced. This guy's like Stone Cold. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I have. I've. Uh, I've met Brad Miller quite a few times. So seems like a really good guy. I've never met him before. He seems like a great guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's yeah. enjoy. He appears to be enjoying retirement. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's he done should. all right for himself. Yeah, he can light the beam though. That's the point. Yes, Brad Miller can light the beam. Yeah, I mean, like, are we gonna? Peja can light the beam. Peja can light the beam. Okay. Can Hito Turkoglu? T- uh, Turkoglu? Can Hito? Can <laughs> Hito Turkoglu light the beam? Oh, huh. yeah, Hito. I don't can. know. I think Hito can too. Hito can. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What Hito. is Hito doing? Where is Hito? Oh, that's not. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Well, let's just say he he's. Uh, He's close. Is with, he in a box? No, he's very close with the uh, the dictator in Turkey. Oh that has like the you know the bounty that's out on oh on Enos Cantor on Enos Cantor. Oh my God. Um, like I didn't really read into that. I, I didn't. I didn't like the headline. He's that was crazy. he's been uh, yeah like in that camp. I got to be honest because Enos Cantor said it. I didn't take it seriously. Mm. As soon as he said that, I was like, all right, bro. He, it may very well be true. It's I just, didn't like that headline. Yeah. I was just, like, it's just like I just don't take in his canter very seriously. Whoa. He thinks he's being blackballed. Like, no, bro, you're not good. Well, like, well, that's, there is that. you haven't been good for a very, very long time. He's a really good rebounder. Boston desperately needed a big man. Yeah. And you couldn't do it. Mm. They were like, no, we'll just go small. <laughs> we'll just fine. We'll we'll just play with no center. We're good. Thank you, thank you, buddy. <laughs> it's not because you're blackball, dogs. It's because you're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe Hito can't like to be me there. There you go. There you go. Mm. Hito <laughs> is basically all right. Mateen Cleaves. Oh, he could he could like to be. I'm not sure. I think Mateen Cleaves has been in the box a time you know, or two during I, his. I, I, now that you say that, I, he might be. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, Mateen has had some. Yeah. Mateen Cleaves. Oh no. Yeah. 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 yeah no. No. Who can like he, he's I mean, Anthony less. Peeler? We're running out of <laughs> can Anthony Peeler. He wasn't here very long. We're running out of people to like Jim Jackson. The list of people who can light the beam. Jim Jackson's here for who who's he with? Dallas? Who's he who's he work for? Uh, he, oh no, he's a um he's a commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for who? For it like be, Fox Sports. He does college yeah. basketball. Oh no. Okay, he, he was here. And he, he might do here. the Clippers too, actually. Okay, maybe okay. Yeah, I think is it, it is Clippers? the Clippers. Yeah, he was he was definitely here. He he definitely good, calls NBA call. games that's for good. somebody. I think it I think it is the Clippers. Okay. And he does like national for Fox Sports. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well the list of people who can light the beam is getting very small. If you performed at halftime, you probably can. <laughs> if you performed after the game out in Doko, you probably can. <laughs> Skilo, no. <laughs> Warren G. Sure. 
We can. Yin Yang twins. What about uh, Kelsey Grammer, who <laughs> sat courtside with Vivek one time? Oh, does Kelsey Grammer? Frazier can light the beam. <laughs> does he get to light think, the beam. I think. I think Frazier's been on TV shows that have been on the air for like forty years. Frazier can light the beam. Deion Taylor can. Oh, Deion uh, Taylor sure as hell yeah. can light the beam. You saw. You saw what happened on Friday. Huh? Oh yeah, Pete crazy. Chilcutt. Pete Chilcutt. Yes, no. You guys don't even know who Pete Chilcutt is. I mean, I baseball know the player. Name. No, about, former Sacramento for Kings. Kings. I don't remember him, but I, I he's remember a, he He's a Kings. high school teacher, I believe, in like El Dorado Hills. Oh. Yeah. He's Pete still around. Pete Chilcutt for the Sacramento Chili. Kings. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a 91, 92. Oh. 90s. Uh, mid, mid-90s. Yeah. Mid-90s? Really? No, he, he was still in blue and, uh, blue and white. He didn't, he didn't play for Brian Grant and Michael the Animal Smith. Uh, Is there a Oakland A with the last name Chilcutt? Who the hell am I? Honeycutt. Honeycutt. Pete Shilka, 91, 92, 92, 93. He was in that cosmo. The show really took a turn after the lemon cake got here. Number four. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, hold on. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. 916-909-1320. Jazzy. Wait, what? Hi. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't well, even like that tone. Oh, I, don't, I don't even like that tone. What, what, what's up? Well, Kenny, what's up? I don't Kenny. care what you like. It's the fact that you guys have put me off to the 347-348. What? To take this call. Nobody gave me the number in the chat. You guys didn't want to hear from me, but that, you thought you weren't going to hear from me going into this game this weekend? That's, okay. that's your husband. Okay. That I mean, me. I just, I'm, just, I'm just a broadcast journalist. I mean, you, first of all, you're on, you're, on the, you're on the S list, okay? Oh, my gosh. You jumped ship. You jump ship. So you got, Former you got Cowboys. a sparkly jacket on and you jump ship and you think that you don't have to atone for that. I'm high on lemon cake, bro. Don't even be mad at me. You're the one who who you're the one who has to deal with that owner. So if you're proud <laughs> if you're proud of putting money in Jerry Jones' pockets, Jasmine, then that's fine. And I can use this tone with you because I ain't going to Elk Grove. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you turn this. I'm not going to let you change this narrative. I bleed silver and blue over here. Oh, well, well, look, gross. look, Jazzy, baby. Um, what, what, are you, what are you gonna, what are you going to do after y'all lose this game? Well, let me just be very clear. We'll get Kenny's guest room ready tonight. Let me be very clear. I can take, I can take it on the chin. The question is, can you? The question is, can you? You running around here, you talking all this trash. You guys have won your little funky 11 games, and what do I always say? Every dog has their day. Uh-huh. You guys have more to lose than we do in this. Well, the, the, well ain't no all ain't, trash ain't, talking that you're doing. I ain't doing no trash talking. I'm just six and all this other stuff. Okay. Stop. It's an, it, Stop. I'm analyzing the situation, and I analyze it, and I don't think, I don't think y'all can stop McCaffrey. We gonna win. Wow. Here's we'll my see. question. I, I got a question for you. How many of I the think. Hi, how are you? Did you hear that? That's how crazy. many of the Cowboys championships has uh, has your guy here said should have been 49ers rings? Oh, they don't even have that. All of them. All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we should have won a 92. I give According him 93. Kenny, we should have never had five. We should have never won anything. That's right. We I, shouldn't be America's team. Cowboys shouldn't be in existence. I, I, give, I give them 93. They were the best team in football in 93. 92, there was a hold on the second play of the game where Jerry Rice took it to the house. I mean, we should have won that game. The second pl- Okay. He took you it to the house. You guys your way through this season, as you always do. If it's not your players being um, in legal trouble, then what? they're hurt. What it's model just citizens? It's the luck of the draw with you guys, okay? Okay. It's just the luck of the draw. So uh, how, I, how I see it at this point, if, if 
somehow you pull out the W this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's like how you feel about the Lakers uh, champion bubble championship. It, I mean, it's just hey, it was happening. It's a Cinderella story. Me, me, me and Ryan, me and Ryan story. are gonna be happy on on Sunday. Me and Ryan are gonna be happy. Don't bring my daughter into this. Keep her name out of your mouth. (laughs) You got Reese. You didn't already corrupt her, Reese. I'm not letting that happen to Ryan. She is a Niners fan. We will be happy on Sunday. Anyway, you put me off to the end of the show. James, you have a wonderful weekend. You too. And Damien, you make room in your guest room because if he can't keep his muzzle on, then he's coming out that way. And uh, I'm glad you experienced lemon cake. However, that's where the the niceties stop because you jump ship. And I really don't know how. I don't know what to do with that right now. I need to process that. You you go play neutral over there at Golden One Center. You you love me, Jasmine. James, you have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you too. Be well. You too, Jasmine. Be well. All right. Well, wow. Love you, girl. Love you. He got the wrong team. He said, baby. You got a pop out of the entire chat when you called her baby because he was uh, like, oh, he's, he's oh no. he is not in tune with what's happening right I had, now. I had to tread lightly. Pull back. Pull back. When I had to say what was going to go down, I you know I wanted mm-hmm. to do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault they're going to win. It's a good thing we got to go to the arena tonight, give Jazz time to cool off. We got a, we got a long night at G1C tonight. It's not my fault they're going to win. So I get blamed. I'm going to have to drop a note because we are going to the game tonight. We're going under, under, under kind of different business circumstances than we normally go. And I'm, I'm going to have to pull the boss aside and say, hey, look, I can't be here when the buzzer goes off. Mm. It will mm. cost the Kings a victory. I'm 0 for 2. Washington and, and, and L.A. I, I, I can't make it 3. I, I, I can't be the reason the Kings lose. Please. I mean, well – I don't know. Can we? Should we try one more time? I don't know. We just try one more time. You you can't ask that question. Stacy can tell me. I don't give a damn about your little zero and two superstition. <laughs> I need you here till the buzzer goes off. That'll get me to stay. Hmm. But uh, that, that sounds just like the boss too. She'd say just like that. Yeah, I believe she would. <laughs> I think the boss is sick of my crap. Like I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> now we've got. I'm pretty sure we've got multiple bosses sick of my crap. So that's just kind of kind of where we are. <laughs> just kind of where we are with this whole D'Lo and KC thing. <laughs> what do you think? We're getting a lot of points tonight, aren't we, James? Oh, I think it's going to be a barn burner. It, well, they always are. With they the got a right? the, the, the Kings got a rebound. Like, there's no excuse for them not just pulverizing Oklahoma City on the boards. Oh, no, that's true. Because, oh, I mean, OKC, you mentioned Josh Giddy earlier. He leads the team in rebounding with eight. They don't have a double-digit rebounder anywhere. Um, I, I just going back to Willsey, they said they turned the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. OKC mm-hmm. turns the ball over a lot. Like there are a lot of things that kind of work in Sacramento's favor here. When you break it down by the numbers, there's a lot of thing that things that work in Sacramento's favor here. Yeah, I mean, like, look, you need to show you're the better team. You're at home. Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. and you got to know what's coming tomorrow. You know, yeah. the the 76ers are no joke. You know what the final outcome of that game is probably going to be. Maybe not. Hey, but get out there. You could compete with every team every night. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. But you need to you need to take care of business tonight. And what it, that would put them at, what, eight games over? I'd like to see this team. Wow. They're never going wow. back. I would They're like to see this team get to back. 30 before they get to 21. Oh, 30 wins before it gets to okay. 30 losses. wins before they get to 20. So get to 10 games over. That would be wow. fun. That what would show. Right now? 
They're, they're 25 and 18. 30, that's doable. Yeah. That's definitely doable. Got to take care do, of business. What do you, um, real quick, James, like what do you think about just this weekend as a whole? Like is, is this one of those weekends that tells you something about the team? We saw what they did against the bad teams. But if they can one and one, possibly two and oh, is this is this getting you to to feel this, better about them? This is a dog days of the regular season. You need to pick up wins where you can. You gotta do your best to knock off a team that, that you still should be better than. Mm. Um so yeah. I, I mean I, it's not an end all be all if they go on two. But you got to worry that that'll be zero and three because Memphis is another tough team coming in on Monday. Kings win tonight. Go one and zero tonight. Yeah, Kings so, win one and zero tonight. That's all that matters. So. Go one and zero uh, tonight. We appreciate you so much uh, for being with us. Make sure you check out the Kings Beat uh, wherever you get podcasts from. You can check out the Kings Beat YouTube channel as well. You can check out the KingsBeat.com. Become a premium subscriber. Thank you for all of your amazing support of D Level and KC and ESPN thirteen twenty here this week. Have a great weekend. Drink responsibly. We will see you back here. Monday at noon on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Go Kings, go Niners!